So I, I just, um, it's, uh, I, I don't know that content creators talk about it a bunch, but like hitting that go live button, it takes something for me. I, I don't know how other content creators, it feels like they're always on five days a week, seven days a week, something like that. For me, I'm like sitting there and I'm like, like talking to you even now, usually I don't, I'm very familiar with you. You know, we're, we're, I consider us like friends and stuff like that. Yeah. O- other guests, I wouldn't let see that. That like moment oh, I see, of like, yeah, yeah, no, I get you. Where I'm like it's sitting there like, and I'm like, like I'm like I I don't know if I got the juice to go live and. It'll be fine. <laughs> Rocko, your boy redeeming one thousand RDP, letting everybody know that chat gang is nothing to fuck with. How did that feel? Did that feel good? Yeah, it's pretty good. I, get, uh, my voice is pretty low today, so we're we're, we're cooking with that. You got you you got to say it. You get to say it though, like like you're a real streamer now. That's yeah, it. I'm, I'm, I got the lights up, so yeah, you know, yeah, you are you are <laughs> truly. It can never be denied that you are truly the chat king, and Rocco, your boy, is here, which means chat gang is here. I am, of course, the magical Mister Mephisto, the most dangerous man in Blood Bowl. Sure. Joined tonight by uh, the one of a kind, the inimitable Chat King. Uh, some of you might know him as Frank. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> or the Doc You're King. Too kind. Yeah. You're far too kind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about some Blood Bowl 2020 tonight. Uh, I finally got my box. You can see it here, just 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 on the side of the camera there. Uh, finally got my uh, season. I guess they they're calling it the second season edition. The but... second season. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but it's like Blood Bowl nine, ten. Yeah, I think. yeah. I, I when I was ordering it, I was like a little confused. I'm like, it says second season edition. For that feels like a second edition. What? You know? Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, I think they're like, because they released the 2016 as Blood Bowl, Is so that... it's like their re, their Doom Eternal, uh, if you will, is now. Blood Bowl, the second season. Well, I mean, is that what it is? Is like Blood Bowl 2016 was kind of the reboot relaunch for Blood yeah, Bowl? Yeah, because the game was like abandoned. and It was left to like fans to kind of like make the rules and, you know, keep the, the game alive while it was the dark times, as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hey, my dude, says Fluke Skywalker. Heavy D6, hey, how's Fluke, it going, my friend? Up? So, chat gang showing up in, in force tonight to talk about some Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl's um, cool, dude. Yeah, Blood Bowl's pretty great. No, I've I've uh, so I've got to spend basically the tail end of summer into the fall, and now transitioning into winter, uh, playing uh, Blood Bowl in a digital capacity. But that was a uh, we have done. If you're if you're new to Rantcast, we have done one other Blood Bowl episode that was with both Frank and uh, and Brendan. Uh, that was a couple months ago. Um, we kind of talked about like. I mean, we meandered through a lot of stuff, but we really sort of talked about like the 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 edifice, the sort of uh, the the zoomed out view of Blood Bowl. Uh, you know, why do we like Blood Bowl? You know, like our personal spin on that. We're gonna we're gonna we're probably gonna rehash some of that stuff tonight, but we're also gonna get a little bit more granular with it for this. I sure. Ooh, Rocco, your boy with the Twitch Prime, nine years of subscriptions. Has it been that long? In COVID time, it has been. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go, says Dead Montana. Indeed. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chat gang popping off with the emojis. Um, I am, of course, rocking my OBR sweatshirt, which is a 
custom designed uh, <laughs> uh Sean uh, Sean Benson from us uh us from the upside down he he uh he he tossed the the design together and I threw it up on so so I've heard rumors of um some pictures coming out of leggings but I cannot confirm nor deny Oh I'll the confirm them I rocked the hell out of those <laughs> yoga pants um I uh uh, you know, it, it reminded me, like, I actually, like, had, had a little bit of a boost to my self-esteem. I'm like, man, my ass looks great. And I'm like, I just need to... <laughs> well, you're wearing leggings, dude. I, I just need to get the rest of me in order. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, we're going to talk some Blood Bowl tonight and uh, and kind of let it let it take us where it may. And we might have a little bit of a meandering conversation about video, video games in general because I just... Uh, they've been on my mind a lot lately. I think COVID has sort of forced me... Uh, to kind of rediscover old loves. So, you know, just kind yeah. of, re- I, I, I was talking about like, you know, one of the big rolling jokes here on Rantcast is that I am not a weeb. Uh, because, because you got to be active to be like full on weeb status. You know, you got to con- actively consume anime. And I haven't watched something in a while, but I got, uh, I got the itch, Frank. I'm I had, you, man. I, I had the itch. It's, it it comes and goes sometimes. Yeah, you get those days and you're like, "Ooh, I could like sit down for like a good four hours and like bang out some anime right now." Hmm. And... I don't. I I don't know. Like it that. It's it's weird because it was just like I want. The, we were talking about Redline, and, I, and that's what did it. Is I was I was recommending Redline to somebody. Um, uh, several somebodies, in fact. I know Travis Kicker here in chat gang. Um, Red lines, fucking. Uh, Steve Herner, Holy Hammer Hearn, He shared a. Uh, he was shared like you know the classic. Took a picture with his phone of him watching Akira, and <laughs> and I'm like, if you like Akira, you need to go like go watch Redline immediately. And he did. Like he tracked it down like the next week, and he sent me a message. He's like, this is awesome, Mephisto. And I'm like, damn right. Yeah, that's sick. So. That's right, Rocco. You watch all of Yu Yu Hakusho again, except for that last part. That was kind of weird. I don't remember. It's all blurred into one great experience, yeah. and and That's not a solid dub for those of you who who are of persuasion. <laughs> like subs versus dubs, rewatching DBZ. See, I never, I never got bit by the DBZ bug. I think you were a little too early on the train. That's what it was. I was a little too early on the anime train, and so I was by the... like right there when it left the station. Hmm. Hmm. Because then you had that weird dub that existed for a while, and then they switched it over when Cartoon Network got like the rights to do the rest of it, or well, they got the company to do. You know what I mean? Right. Right. You got to license it or whatever. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It's just the dark uh, tournament. What do you mean? Says Rocky your boy. So Rocko, your boy. No, <laughs> Go ahead. Rocco, your boy, confirmed weeb. That's what I was about to say. That Like, out of left field, Rocco, your boy, not you too. I didn't think you were a weeb. I didn't think you were one of them. <laughs> I think there's a weeb in all of us. <laughs> really look hard enough. Well, I mean, you can't watch like some, like Princess Mononoke or Howl's Moving Castle, any of the Ghibli that were kind of passed off as like uh, Disney or Disney movie or Disney Channel movies or something. There's one of those for everybody. I remember getting down with Kiki's Delivery Service one weekend on a, on like a Disney free preview weekend or something. Ghibli is the 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 gateway drug, the great gateway drug to weeb weebdom. Is that what we're calling it? 
think just anime fandom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so so uh, Blood Bowl, uh, like I, I was kind of re- yes. uh, look at that tangent right out the gates for you. We got the OBR mention, uh, so if, if you're playing the drinking game, boom, and we got a nice little tangent out the way early for everyone there. So you know it's a real rant cast, none of these weird on topic ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so uh, Blood Bowl, uh, like I was kind of mentioning, uh, I really kind of caught the bug in summer, and it was always one of those games that I had. I had meant to get into, and I saw, I think it was in a community article, or maybe it was a, it might have been a, like Azure Weekly or something like that, where they mentioned, like, fa- new fan, uh, like a 20-year-old fan of game finally takes plunge and buys game or something like that. And yeah, I'm like, I remember that one. I'm like, I feel personally attacked. And, and that's kind of how Blood Bowl was for me, is it was one of those games I was always kind of interested in. Uh, people didn't really, like, play it actively in my area but like you'd always see like the little box set uh like the older one like sitting there on the shelf or you'd see a couple like star players or something i'm like what is this you're like a team or something mm-hmm. you go, oh, that, okay. yeah that looks i cool. never thought yeah. in a thousand years i'd ever played blood bowl and then my camera shifted um sorry never thought i'd ever i have no interest in, in american football at all and here i am i own four six teams now. Okay. I was about to say, if you only have four teams, I've caught you, Frank. <laughs> I've got the two starter sets. I've got two Kemri teams. At, well, one of them didn't come yet, but I'll have I'd count. I'd count it. If you paid the money for yeah. it, you you got it. And now I have this um, this Chaos Pack team that I'm real real excited to play. That's awesome. I'm I'm actually looking forward to these Black Orcs. Like personally, like I'm gonna, Dude, I'm keep, so cool. I'm keeping that team. Um, the humans I could see, uh, kind of giving away to indoctrinate somebody and be like, here, you play Blood Bowl now, but I'll keep, I'll, yeah. I'm keeping the orcs. I have um the uh, the orcs and the humans from the old starter. I painted up just to do demo games because I like I like the teams well enough, but I usually just play those in the video game. I don't want to play them on tabletop. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna probably do the same thing, but I have I'm playing. The, I love that Black Orc team. Rocco will tell you, <laughs> we had a we had a fun TTS game uh, for Blood Bowl, which works great, by the way. If anybody wants, um, those Black Orcs are great. They're like uh, it's like the Lizardman team, except you know you're not running away half the time. Oh oh, shots fired. <laughs> so that's funny because Rocco he he plays cowardly skanks. Yeah, that's exactly uh, skanks really. Um, <laughs> but um, see, that's that's what we call when we don't like them. <laughs> uh, nice hoodie, thank you so much, Kicker. Um, no, the, the the Black Orc team looks pretty sweet. Um, and that's what you're doing with that that demo sort of thing. That's what I intend to do with this. This is I'm going to play as soon as I get this put together. I'm going to play I play a game with Colin. Uh, I think the game, oh, yeah. the game, and that is one of the the, the strengths of Blood Bowl. Uh, I've got my my necromantic dice here that I ordered. This is it. I mean that's that's all you need right there. This the D sixteen's a little weird as a It's a weird dice, yeah. As a classic old school gamer, but it looks like a flying saucer. It's sixteen sided and uh weird that's a little weird, but you got your POWs in here. You know, up to three because the most you're ever rolling is those those three die six. Uh yep. and, and you got your straight up just two D six, just classic, one through six, one through with six. The, uh with the sick jack o' lantern face. Oh, it's so good. I'm so I, I'm surprised that they haven't been sued by Disney for uh it looking a little bit like Jack <laughs> Jack Skellington 
And uh, we know Disney likes to wrongfully sue everybody. I'm probably gonna about to get sued uh, just for mentioning the name yep. Jack Skellington right now. So uh, if if Rantcast 77 is missing from the annals of history, uh, y'all know why. And then you get a D8, and that's basically just used for scatter with the kickoff. Yeah. So. Yep, that's for scatter. Well, any scatter. So like if you fumble the fumble, ball, or, fumble the ball. Yeah. yeah. Because you're you're sort of looking at a grid. You have nine points on the grid. Obviously, the center really doesn't count, and then one to one through eight, right? Yeah. So there's a template too that that goes along with that that you can before the game. So I mean, that's it. That's that's the dice. Um, I got my cool handy dandy little uh handy little handy dandy little dice set here. I'll probably order one more generic one just for when you've I'm got. Back. Yeah, you've got two in that box actually. Oh, you've never mind. Cl- set clear red and clear green. I'm set. Never mind. Don't Rock don't and roll. So so those are. I see. I haven't even opened the di- the uh, the box yet. This, you can still see the cellophanes on it because it, it came today. And then I was thinking about doing a joke uh, unboxing video where like I go to unbox it and then like Molly tackles me or something. And then that was going to be the video. Um, so I'm like I'm not because unboxing videos are the laziest, most garbage thing. That is loved by the algorithm and everybody. It's like, why? I I secretly hate unboxing so much, and so I wanted to make a video. And and uh, you no, know, you've just made me realize that watching a man unpack an MRE from 1976—that's different. In fact, and I don't know. It's an unboxing. It hundred percent is an unboxing. <laughs> he puts it out on the nice. tray. It's nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Nice. nice, nice, but that's just—it's wholesome. <laughs> it's so it's wholesome. So it's so wholesome. Like it's different because he's unboxing something uncommon and weird. You it's know, like arcane in a way. It's like here's this tube of meat from sixty years ago. Oh, it smells awful. It's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are exceptions. Like there's also like the super excited Pokemon card guy. No, I don't. I'm not down with that. Uh, no there's, there's, there's ones that try to be like him, but there's one specific guy, and he just gets like so fucking excited about like it's like he's a fucking Charmander, like, and he just like loses Dude, his cracking shit. Cracking packs on camera is just bad for everyone. Like, nobody's <laughs> winning. Unboxing. You're letting an addict, addict is just going nuts. He can justify buying packs, <laughs> but he gets all the clicks. <laughs> G dead. I miss. About- 10 pounds of bulk rares. Judah, <laughs> I miss Sumo too. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll have one in January. Month. Yeah, January yeah. Basho, right? Yeah, cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, so uh, for those of you who don't know Chat Gang, this is the, you know, there's the show within the show. Well, there's the show as it continues offline in Discord. Uh, and uh, we've been watching Sumo. Uh, Frank's been, like, guiding us through Sumo. Uh, what, three tournament, tournaments now? Two tournaments now? It's been two so far. Two so far. There's five tournaments in a year for Sumo. And it has been something that is super central to, like, just my heart and my ethos. Everything I believe is just, like, passion. Um, I don't... I may not be into what you, dear listener, dear chat gang, are into... But if I see that passion for the thing, I can, like, catch that residual heat and just be like, yeah. Because I understand passion. Like, I'm super passionate about this stuff. And quite frankly, I just think love of the thing is the most worthy part of what makes us a nerd. You know, we just have this inordinate love of something. And we can't contain how much we love the thing. And we have to tell people that we love it. 
and then they're like, please, please stop talking. <laughs> like, that's what makes you a nerd. It's like, you can't stop talking. Uh, it's like that, uh, oh, that, that's a great meme where the guy's in like the, he's in like a sports stadium and he's talking to his girl. He's got his glasses on. And he's just like, his picture's just like this. And he's talking to his girlfriend and everybody always puts like legacy of Kane lore or like, <laughs> you know, just like total nonsense. <laughs> fantastic yeah i mean that, that that is awesome and and i don't know when i was younger i was a little little gatekeepy with what types of interests were worthy or not and as i got older i found that my way of kind of combating my own gatekeeping habits was to like focus on the love and that if you ever take anything away from any rant cast i ever do 77 episodes over a year of this frank you were with me from the beginning that is what i want everyone to take away at all times is just focus on the love um there's far too much hate in this world as evidenced by all of 2020, just gestures to the whole thing. Um, and, uh, you know, that's gaming is what brings us together. And don't let, because I like the best team in Age of Sigmar, Ossiarch, Bone Reapers, uh, don't let that drive a wedge between us because you like a lesser team or army. <laughs> and uh, Kicker is not okay with the Pokemon card Grift. <laughs> It's a grift. Oh, man. Aren't I'm boxing a package of hot dogs? <laughs> or like that guy in Canada that's feeding the raccoons? <laughs> oh, my. Have you... you seen it? Yes. The the raccoon video guy. It's He's just like, here you go. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And he's got he's like... Buddy, and he's got him named and stuff. And, yeah. Uh, no, oh, I, I had a really bad like mental health day. That was the only thing that made me happy in that one day. Were those videos? I watched guy feeding raccoons. Just pounds. <laughs> just guy feeding raccoon. Just fifteen pounds of hot dog. It was the only thing that made me feel better. I watched. I came home from work as one does, and I was just like, I don't want to talk to my family. I don't want to be around my kids because I know I'm like in like I'm temperamental right now, and like I like they're gonna see like the worst dad, and you know just like the mean kind of snapping like well go clean your room then and you know like i don't want to be that type of dad so i'm like it's better if i just and i don't know how i found the raccoon videos um i just i saw them they came up in my feed on youtube and like it was like the robots knew they're like this man needs to see some some fucking raccoons get fed hot dogs and cookies <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Oreos. It cracks out the yeah, Oreos. Yeah, bust out the Oreos and the grapes. They fucking love the grapes. And they, <laughs> and they make this, like, noshing noise. Just like, nosh, 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 nosh. When they're, I'm like, Raccoon oh. eating grapes. Uh. Uh. <laughs> uh. And then you go, there is good in the world. <laughs> there's, there's just a little bit. like it For, like, his little 11-minute videos, it's just 11 minutes of someone being super selfless. And there's one video where he gets he got trolled in the comments where they're like, where they're like, uh, like you just fed these raccoons all this food, and like it's not that that can't be healthy for them. And he and he just tees off on trolls for like like three solid minutes in the kindest way I've ever heard someone be upset at trolls. <laughs> like where he's just like he actually took the time to explain like what the food is and how long he's been doing it. And he's like, and you can't you can't just let trolls ruin your life because that's what trolls want to do, and that's all they're good at. And he's just like the most. Oh man, you got to watch you some raccoon video. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but he's passionate about 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 raccoons. You're passionate about sumo, anime, and blood bowl. I'm passionate about many, but yes, 
those are some of the of the many. Oh yeah, you love me. Oh yeah, he he showed he showed the trolls that the Oreos aren't actually chocolate. He's like, there's not even any chocolate in them. <laughs> he just <laughs> what? Oh man, checkmate, atheist. <laughs> I I could learn something from from a dude like that because like I get. It, People don't often leave comments on my videos. There's there's an errant one here or there. Usually it's like in a DM. Because it's people who aren't confident enough to really stand in the face of chat gang. Like that's you you you're gonna get you're gonna get slapped down if you leave like a bunch of nasty comments in the actual comment section on the video. But like so they'll DM me. And most of it is just like, oh thanks for your input, thanks for your you know Oh yeah, I'll keep that in mind for next time, type thing. But every now and then you get one where you're like, "You're just trying to hurt me, aren't you?" Like, and you, and it's not that they hurt me in that moment; it's that I'm upset that somebody would try to hurt me. I'm like, why? Why? Yeah, like you're you're more upset that they would want to do it. Yeah, like, yeah. Wh what did I ever do to you? Like, I guess I had an opinion about an army, and that made you upset. Like, you're like, oh, no. How dare you like? How how dare you like an army? Or so, How I don't dare know. you want ethical treatment of human beings? That's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Fucking bullshit. Get out of here, mm -hmm. child. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway Blood Bowl. See, this is yeah, a Blood Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is a good episode. Um, <laughs> we're really staying on top. Classic Ratcast. There it is. Um, so so Blood Bowl is one of those games like uh, the Ezra Weekly or whatever it is. Uh, you know. Fan of game, finally gets into it after 20 years. That's how I felt, where it was like, I was always cursory. And you said you don't have that football interest. You don't care about American football. You, um, I do. And so, like, it's interesting because I feel like, on one hand, you don't have to like football at all to like this. It's a British company making a game about what American football may actually be like, right? Like, it's just... Like, I, I have to... I, I think about this, and I just wonder what it was like to be in that pitch room. To keep you up at night? You sometimes, yeah, sometimes. Go, God, why did they do this? Why did they do this? They, the soccer would have been logical. Cricket, like, I don't know. Uh, whatever other games they play. Like, some sort of uh, game in England where you go to try and find a refrigerator that's bigger than a shoebox because they, they don't have big refrigerators in England as far as I understand. Uh, a game based on a mechanic like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah? I'll, I, you know what? I'll, I'll just trust you that that's actually true. Uh, <laughs> in Canada, milk comes in bags. See? In England, they don't have big fridges. <laughs> Coincidence? I don't think so. I, yeah. Um... No, so I mean they could they could have picked anything, and they 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 hone in on American football. Um, you know, this goes back in the '80s. Um, the dominance of American football wasn't fully there yet in the '80s. I mean, it's you're you're kind of that's when it's starting to hype up. So I guess I could see them thinking like, "Hey, we're getting in on this thing." But like football nerds don't really like gravitate towards Blood Bowl. This isn't like fantasy football, as far as I can tell. Where they're like, "Oh, yes, I, this is." I mean, it is. It is a fantasy game that yeah. is football. But I mean fantasy football, like where you're just drafting and you're watching the numbers happen week to week. Bean counting. Yeah. It's not that. It's, it, you know, it's it's different. Um, so I don't know. There's enough for, for me to appreciate from actually like enjoying like American football, the sport. I got my like little Packers sign up over here somewhere. Um, and then you 
don't lose anything in translation. There's nothing you don't need that, and you just love it like just as much. It's like RPG chess with mummies and skeletons. Like, what? What more do you want from like? That's all I really care about. It's, it's, it's just, it's just like chess, but it's got RNG, so it's not like crippling to face somebody better than you. Right. Yeah, I mean, knuckle pieces with design, like tasks. You know, instead of specific movements, there's like skills, and I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like I, I like to call it a chess a- analog, but it's it's not. It's just like grid-based movement, but I still like it. I mean, it's very much a board game as opposed to a war game. I mean, this yeah. you're moving on a grid, um, the pitch, right? You're moving on a grid. You have pieces with sort of set skill sets or, or roles, like you. Yeah, you like a, your... you know what a blitzer is, or a catcher, or pat. You know, like right. Pre, a big guy's gonna be stupid sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So you you have these sort of like assigned like sort of these assigned roles, and then you have that like customization RPG element where you're building your team. The best part and the progression of it. That's the part that I love. Like I I like I like the the stakes that Blood Bowl has. That's one of my favorite things about it. Is like there are stakes. It can also be the most frustrating. Is like when you like your favorite player dies or something. But I like, love Blood Bowl, which means I hate Blood Bowl, which means I love Blood Bowl. Oh yeah, you the, you gotta be equal parts sadist and masochist to truly enjoy this game. Uh, I mean, I, I made the the analogy XCOM for the uh, the video game yeah, port of no, this. Yeah, no, it is. It feels very XCOMy, where like the you know the XCOM like spitting in the face of the odds, like, and then you pull off the like the big play. That it's feeling. Percent chance. No way he's gonna do it. Oh no. <laughs> right. Right, and and when you're backed against the wall and kind of feeling like you have to start throwing tons and tons of dice to go for like that one big, big, big move that's going to get you back in it, and you're like, okay, now I have to. And every time you pick up and scoop and roll the dice, and you're like, okay, he made the one GFI. Whew, he made the other GFI. Okay, now I need this guy. Uh, he's got to go for it too, so it's a short pass. Now he needs to throw it. Now he needs to catch it. Ah! Like that hype that it's generates. Like- yeah, it's like you're inching forward to stick like a screwdriver and electrical outlet to unscrew like the cap. So, but anything could go wrong. Oh, one wrong step and it's going right in the outlet. Yeah, <laughs> and you're doing it on purpose. And <laughs> you're doing it on purpose. So, I mean, it it creates these like it it reminds me of like in in Street Fighter you have like your V trigger, right? V trigger is just like the hype the hype button. You push it to do yeah. hype shit. Um, I would like hype now. Yeah, Blood Bowl is always in hype mode. Every die roll is hype mode. Every single one. You are always spending V-Trigger if you're rolling dice. Yeah, I feel like it's very hard to check out of the game for that reason. Like, even when it's not your turn, you're like, oh, but what if you roll the one? Oh, oh is he going to make the Is he gonna make the three? Right. Oh. And you're, like, looking for your next moves. You're very engaged. I find that I'm way more engaged with Blood Bowl in person than I am with, like, Age of Sigmar, because... I feel like it's easy to check out. It's like, okay, I'm going to move my guys. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's movement phase. I trust you to measure. I'm going to go get a Spears. Because your turn can end at any moment. Like, there's no, like, oh, this is going to take five minutes. It's like, oh, he rolled two ones in a row. That's my turn now. You can't, like, check out of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you got to be live updating your strats and stuff, you know, based yeah, on position. Like, oh, he didn't mark that guy, so I can bring him around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a very... The game develops in a very fun and interesting sort of sort of way. Like I know what you're trying to do, very hard and very thoroughly. Like if dwarves line up, you know what dwarves are trying to do. They're going to try to cage and punch and grind you out, 
and just slowly march up the field. Now, obviously, like, there's always exceptions to rules. Like, we had some pretty cool, like, people that actually kind of try to subvert that norm on purpose with their team construction by, like, Bretonians going for pass it, like, going a passing yeah. strategy and stuff like that. Um, but it's still, like, you watch the, these, these play, these, the fact that I know there's no tricks to it. You're trying to get to the end zone there. I'm trying to get the football and get to that end zone there. There's not. It's it's it, there's. It's kind of a dance, yeah. You're you're you know you can't outwit somebody that much. It's like, oh look, he's he's sending his gutter runner up the field. I wonder where he's gonna is he gonna go for the pass or is he just trying to distract me? It's like, well, it's one or the other. Yeah, yeah, and 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 because it's so such a focused game and and a very focused experience in general, I think you really it, it's very engaging. Uh, Brendan said on the last Blood Bowl episode we did, he said very sort of uh, pointedly that it's his favorite Games Workshop game. Like, and I can see that. For me, it's like Age of Sigmar, it's the community and the social of it really are what engage me, and the setting in general. Like, I love I love the setting, and I love the, the stories that develop and stuff like that. But Blood Bowl as a game is just, it's just a super engaging thing. The fact that you're only painting like 16 models really makes so... it approachable, I think. It, you can, you put that hero standard of quality into each each fig because you've got 16 of them, you know, you could, if you want, you know, and also like, I feel like these figs are, they're playing pieces even more so than like, uh, like a, a Sigmar piece, you know, like these are meant, these are board game pieces first and foremost, period. There's no like, Oh, well, you know, I don't, you know, I got to paint like 80 of these guys or you're not like, you know, you're not setting up movement trays for blood bowl pieces. Um, and I think like there being pieces of a game, I, me personally, I feel less stringent on my painting standards because of the nature of what they're going to be. Like, I don't want to put in like 50 hours onto a mini cause it's like, well, I'm going to be rubbing with my hands. You know, I, I can't like go all out, seal it 10 times and then hope for the best, especially a lot of like third party blood bowl teams or, or they used to be, but now they're becoming, um, resin. They used to be metal. Um, and I don't care how good you varnish your metal minis, they're going to chip eventually, especially when you're flipping them up and down and you're transporting them. Yeah. So, like, I feel way more liberated painting Blood Bowl minis because I'm like, oh, well, it's just, like, it's a, it's a piece. Nobody's taking that close of a look at it. Whereas, like, with AOS, it's like, no, I want my army to look great. Like, uniform. Like, they all got to look, the, you know, not all look the same. But they got to look like they're from the same army. I'm, Blood Bowl, I'm a little more sloppy. Like, oh, do some armor chipping I or... I'll throw some like you know uh, some dust on this guy. Or, That's you know, interesting. It's, it's it's a lot more loose for me. That's interesting because you you I do consider you in like a a, a very firmly in a, ho a hobbyist sort of hero type category where you know mm -hmm. I, I look to you and ask you for you're one of the people I go to when I need an opinion on doing something hobby wise. So I think of you as like a very thorough a hobby painter and to find and to, to hear that you you kind of like you, you go a little bit like easier on blood bowl is actually kind of interesting i wouldn't expect that yeah it's not like i put in less effort i think i'm just less concerned about following a formula or being sort of rigid with how i'm doing my painting like mm -hmm. i'll i have more of an opportunity to experiment with like different skin tones or like different effects whereas like obr it's gotta look like my obr i can't like deviate too much it'll bother me or like even my corn stuff like i cannot use warm colors on those models period i'm not i'm not allowed because you know the cold corn that's that's the whole deal 
Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm more liberated by Blood Bowl's like small team size and like I don't know they just feel they feel less important as models and more important as game pieces. This is a representation of like a set of skills, like mm-hmm. where a War Scroll is like this model has this stuff. This is like no, this is a player. This is this is this is uh, anchovy, my my witch elf. And uh, and she today she's gonna have green hair and then if that ever like fucks up I'll just paint the hair again. It's, mm. I, I'm not too worried about it. Interesting, interesting. That's a cool take. I really like that take. So so Blood Bowl 2020 came out. It is 2020. Uh, one of the one of the yes. great bright spots of this year. Um, see, there's good stuff here, everybody. There's there's been some good stuff in 2020. Um, I've I t- focus on the negative too much. I got to remind myself when there's good stuff. Um, so Blood Bowl 2020 came out. Uh, 2016 was kind of a soft reset, um, and that's why this is called season two. All right, we've established yeah. that. Um, what I think is sort of the un- unspoken about part of this is that the dark ages between 2016, uh, you know, and then you know through now, where they've been supporting it pretty pretty steadily uh, since yeah. 2016. But prior to that, it was a very grassroots game. I, I couldn't tell you when it, when the interest dropped off between when it came out in, what, 1986 or something like that to when it got its resurgence in, in 2016. I couldn't tell you where the drop-off in interest was. But I can tell you that as someone who was always like sort of, you know, perifer- on the periphery of this game and always kind of interested in it, but just never pulling the trigger. It seemed very community driven in the same way that age of Sigmar is to my mind, far more community driven than like say 40 K for instance, 40 K is very, very sort of top down games workshop says and comes down this way. Uh, age of Sigmar. I think it's like games workshop says a thing kind of in the middle. And then the like AOS community is like, Hey, (laughs) like we were already here doing our thing. And, our packs yeah. are all wi- like the wild west of tournaments and stuff like that. There's no it's less stringent to like <laughs> rules from above, which is kind of funny because that's kind of how 40k is in like lore. Right? They're like, yes, we must follow the rules. They're they're only rules, and we follow them. And well, that's yeah, how it's, it goes. Well, that's how totalitarianism works. Yeah. Um. Like it, with um. But with Blood Bowl, like that grass, and I'm interested because I think we're in the you had like the AOS two. 2.0 babies that like really big period of growth for age of sigmar um it's relative this is not the scope of 40k by any stretch and it's not not even the scope of age of sigmar but i do think we're going to experience a period of growth here for 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 blood bowl uh with, so too. with 2020 uh, go ahead especially when whenever blood bowl 3 drops it's gonna explode again because blood bowl 2's rules as we've those are the old rules, not even the 2016 rules. So, like, those rule, the, the Blood Bowl when, 2, the game's rules are, like, over five years old. Yeah, the video game <laughs> rules, yeah. Yeah. They're so old. It's crazy how much has changed. Um, so I'm, I'm, I think a lot of, a lot of new people are going to see like, oh yeah, new Blood Bowl, I'll get into that again. I, I played that one. I played Blood Bowl 1, like, years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, especially since we don't know how things are going to shake out and when events are going to start going again. Um, it'll be nice and, and comforting to play a new version of something you used to play in person and prepare yourself for when that day finally comes. That you get to get back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Blood Bowl 3 is going to drive some interest. Um, and when I talk about the grassroots, the sort of, like, bottom-up, like, um, I see it both in Age of Sigmar and I see it even more so in Blood Bowl, where I did kind of... Most of my competent 
gaming came from 40k initially. Uh, I played Warhammer Fantasy Battle only with friends, right? Mm. Only with, like, my... We're talking not even friends at a store. Literally the friends I knew right. on a one-on-one basis is how I played Warhammer Fantasy Battle all the way up until I went off to college. I played my friend Sam. I played Edric, uh, his brother Ben. Or I played Sam's brother Ben. Uh, Ben's friend Edric. Like, we, we played just kind of our circle. Um, 40k... I it was what my friends played at college, but like I would go to the game store, do a rando game, play against whoever was there with their army, like you know that's that was how I I I, I played that way. Um, with Blood Bowl, um, gosh, I kind of buried the lead on that. I forgot my point. Oh, oh, it'll come. I usually walk, I'm usually really good at walking it back. Where I was trying to go with it is um, because of 40k, uh, WYSIWYG and the model having to be what it was and having to have frag grenades on it if they had frag grenades or frack grenades or whatever. Sorry. Yeah, uh, crack like, and frag. Crack, yeah. crack and frag grenades. They had to have them on the model. Well, it's not on the model. You can't throw something. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you, had, to, you had to have them. Um, I was super paranoid about that. And when I came into Age of Sigmar... Uh, the hobby is a little bit like, they're not as, it took me a long time to not have my 40k paranoia about like the WYSIWYG stuff, the WYSIWYG stuff. I, I play with a couple like heavily converted models or third, like I do have a couple third party models and in, you know, I've got a creature caster dragons. I got some stuff like that. And in 40k, I wouldn't even thought to bring those to the table. Right. You'd um, be lambasted. Oh yeah. Like I, I would, I wouldn't even tell, oh, I've got like a, like a, I've got a, um, you know, a third-party Rhino tank that I think looks cooler than, like, the base little cardboard box. Like, you know, cool. Um, wouldn't have even considered it. With with Blood Bowl, there was a distinct period in time where Games Workshop wasn't supporting it at all. And so, the only models for star players and Camry teams and all these things that are canonically Blood Bowl, things that exist in Blood Bowl by the rules... Yeah. They weren't getting model support from anyone but third party, and I wonder, I truly wonder, as the the interest grows, and I, I think I kind of know where it's going, but as the interest grows, will they maintain that like laissez-faire attitude when it comes to models and your team representation and stuff like that? Or, as Games Workshop themselves sort of assumes direct control more overtly. They're going to do weekly Blood Bowl podcasts. They're going to do, you know, they've been doing a great coverage in the Warhammer community articles with uh, uh, Bob and Jim coming in and having their little weekly, and they've got a sideline reporter now. Like, great, like, great, great stuff coming from the community things. I wonder, I wonder if that, if we'll see a migration away from, like, the openness to third-party models, or if it's, like, damage done, this is how we Blood Bowl. So all of the players that I've ever played in Blood Bowl, um, I started right before 2016 came out. Um, I've only played against two people that have had the GW teams. Everyone else has had third-party models. Like, not even, like, old GW stuff. It was, like, the, the new Dwarf kit and, like, the Orc team that came in the starter box. Everybody else had, like, third-party models from, you know, a lot of... There's a lot of, like, European producers... Uh, that make the teams. Um, I don't think anybody cares because, again, you're not you're you're using a piece to represent a player. You're not like saying like, okay, well, these are my witch elves from this third party. They're slightly different size. Obviously, you know, the base size isn't as important as Blood Bowl. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, 
all those little things that could cause an argument, there's no there's no argument for it. It's like, well, you know, that's my blitzer, so that's my blitzer. Mm-hmm. There's no like question about it. There's no like, well, he's supposed to have no. It's blitzer. Mm-hmm. Says, there you go, done. Yeah, that's my blitzer. These are the rules my blitzer has. Like here, it has nothing. You know to do. what it does? It, there's three things you need to know. Does it have any points leveled up? Does it have any additional skills? And what number is he? That's all you need to know. Yeah, interesting. Do you have to paint the numbers on them? Like, do you have to, no. or is it just like a? Oh. As long as you know, like you have to keep like a, a ledger of it, like a like a roster, so you know what the order is when you roll the d16. But you don't have to paint the number on them if you don't want to. I usually like do it underneath the base if I'm not going to put it on the player. I I like what you did. Where like uh, I, I like what I've seen you do. I've seen you do this, and I've seen some other people do this. Where they actually like kind of treat the base like a nameplate. I really like. Oh, that. I've never done that. That's I, oh. I, I don't have anything like that. Yeah, no, I painted it on the on the guys. Oh, you shared some photos with me that had it. I think. Yeah, yeah. Some uh, actually, even in the um, in the starter box that you have behind you, there there are um, water transfers that say Blitzer that you're supposed to put on the base. Mm. And the, the numbers are in there and stuff. So, like, if you really wanted to go nuts with decals, uh, you could. I, used... I feel like blood, blood Bowl, like, freehand numbers is some of, like, my favorite numbers. It's like, yeah, I made that four real good. Great four. Love that four. <laughs> see, Don't I... Don't use a decal for a four. Come on. Yeah, see, that... I, I actually look forward to stuff like that, because especially with, like, an orc team. Uh, or, or, like, uh, there's a... Uh... Like, where they've just, like, pay- literally in the jerseys, even on the video game, they just took a paintbrush and painted it on, like, themselves and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's what it looks like. So, so you're really liberated when you go to paint that on your model with their jersey numbers yeah, with some of these teams. it looks like shit? Yeah. It's an orc did it. That's what I did on my, on my orcs. Like, number two is spelled, like, T-O-O. <laughs> like, you wrote two. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I like, you wrote... <laughs> it's so dumb but it's just like yeah that's what i mean by blood bowl being like liberating it's like who cares well it, have fun it, with it it really is i mean that's that's been my experience like don't get me wrong i have like i have i have been in extreme salt mode a couple times uh the last we all the last couple seasons there. like there there have been i um I have been in extreme salt mode a couple times, but it's usually like a three-car pileup of a bunch of factors. It's not always just the game. It's got to be like I'm already having a bad day, and you know some other stuff yeah. is going on. And like um, Blood Bowl doesn't feel like the game. I, I was having a conversation with with uh, someone in, in Discord, and they were like, "I came home from work, and I thought I was going to play a game of Blood Bowl and like blow off some steam, and everything went wrong in Blood Bowl, and now I'm like more agitated and <laughs> extra I'm like, angry." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yep." there um so that does happen too it feels a little bit like when i used to try to unwind with league of legends um if i win the game if i win the game it is pure catharsis i am like oh everything's against me even league of legends and and my team didn't want to win so hard but i dragged them across the finish line i put on an extra large backpack and i threw everyone in it and like you're like yeah like i feel like i could breathe fire that's how powerful i am but if you lose that game of League of Legends, you tilt immediately. You're oh, tilted the rest Lord. of the day, and it's ah, like I can't win anything. Table flip, Ugh. promo matches, promo matches oh. on a bad day. Oh, oh yeah. I could teach. I could probably do a do a seminar on on psychology of gaming and tilt, 
and use League of Legends as the uh, like essentially the the case study <laughs> of like what the psychology of like gaming tilting, uh, you know, like oh. needing to take breaks between games of League of Legends is a real thing you must do. Like you have to like if, if unless you're trained for that mental side, you gotta walk away from your computer after a bad game. You have it's to. So it's I quit that game because I was miserable every time I played it. I. I'm only happy when I'm winning. So Even it's, if I carried, I was just not. Oh. I mm. just couldn't. Because I hate team games. I hate <laughs> but at I, least if I fuck up, then it's like, oh, I fucked up. Right. But if you fuck up... Mm. Yeah. No, there, I mean, there's there League of Legends. And I Dota 2 has some, some really bad toxicity. The worst thing about that is the elitism. The elitism in Dota 2 is like super, super, like about as toxic as just generic League of Legends. G- League of Legends is toxic without the elitism, though. So I couldn't tell you which one's better or worse. Like how they manage to be that toxic with with no skin in the game in like a ARAM or something. I'm just like, wow. But he's trying to fucking. I, I can I can I can bitch. I can fix League of Legends for you. Has anyone picked Teemo at all? Like table flip. We can't fucking win this game. Oh, you pick Teemo, so you immediately start flaming them in chat before you even start the game. So you're going to tilt them. The average person is going to tilt when the whole team uh, tells them that they suck and that they're going to lose the game for them. Or if they do, like they, they happen to give up first blood, you pile on further. They get to that negative reinforcement stage. They do think they suck. Now they don't care. Yada, yada, yada. Like, turn off team chat. Team chat. Should not be in League of Legends. If I were king of Rito for a day... Just just the pings? Just pings. You only get pings. Yeah. That's all. You get pings. And you have like a five ping limit. So no spamming question mark, question mark, question mark when someone oh. dies. Like, you just can't do it. It's I just... just I, I'm a different human. when There is Mephisto. Like... And then there's Mephisto on League. That human... Like, I can be, you can meet Drunk Mephisto, you can meet Blood Bowl Mephisto, you can meet Age of Sigmar Mephisto, Daddy Mephisto, Yoga Pants Mephisto. There are various settings and faces of of Mephisto. They're all... for rare. Yeah. They're all roughly the same Mephisto. And, in, in, you know, you meet me in League of Legends, you are not meeting me. I am not the same person. And I don't know I what I really, is. really hope that fighting game that they put out is good. I'm like, really that'd be really cool. Hopeful. Oh, Terror is sweet. They've got cool characters. Like, Terror is fun, dude. I was playing it for like six months. It was like, well, yeah, yeah. all right, yeah, yeah. I like the characters. I like this. Like yeah. the settings, like cool enough. Yeah, just give me not a not all day. Yeah, uh, I'm just happy. I I wouldn't mind like a some sort of like a you know uh, RTS or something like a full RTS style game or somewhere I can play like league stuff, but but just me. Versus <laughs> where I don't have to fucking worry about my mid fucking up like when I'm trying to take blue. Mm, jungle every time. Jungle so, or yeah. or or your mid or your mid's been phoning it in like hard, and they think if they just get blue, that's gonna be what brings hey, them hey, back can in. I get it. Blue? No. No, you're gonna you're gonna donate it. No, because that guy six months ago that took my blue and fed. <laughs> no, never again. He ruined it for you. <laughs> he ruined it for you. <laughs> he ruined it for everybody. Um, no, it's it's funny. Uh, 
That's yeah. No, I, I, not to get on the league tangent, but there are uh, the the. Andy, if he's listening, he's not. <laughs> I miss you, man. The point was um, that that like uh, yeah. Blood Bowl can tilt me, but it's the extremes of tilt. It is not League of Legends tilting. Uh, there are still days where like blowing off steam and the nuffles against you can end up being a bad day too. But hey, you know, and go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you sound, you sound like oh, you to just say. just saying that like, but the you have some of those lows so that you can super enjoy the highs. It's that XCOM thing I was talking about before. You're like one percent chance to succeed. That you're saying there's a chance, and then you get it, and it feels so good because you had to yeah. suffer to earn that. And that you gotta play. There's there's a masochism to it. You gotta you gotta enjoy. You got it. You got to be Gray Fox from Metal Gear Solid. You hurt me more. Snake. Yeah, hurt me more, Nuffle. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, and so Blood Bowl has this great thing called Stunty Teams, where if you're having a bad day and you want to just have a laugh, you hop on some goblins. You'll yeah. feel a lot better. Oh yeah, then you you take the stakes out when you're playing a team yeah. like that. You remove the stakes, so you're not as like tryhard. Um, and you're just having fun. <laughs> I like not jungle, not top, not support, not mid. You know, I don't disagree with it. Nautilus is great. I call him Big Naughty. He he can he can play anywhere, anything. I anywhere. bought a 3D printer just so I could get a knot to paint. And he uh, over there, and I love him. Sajil, Sajil popping off with a tier one sub for nine years. Thank you so nine much. Years. Thank you so much. Uh, of chat gang, Sajil's the only person who has played a game of League of Legends with me. I'm pretty certain we won, and I'm fairly certain I went full like League meth and like was just oh, no. like trash talking the enemy jungler the entire time. You have the, to the it whole is your time, right? Oh, like just just smack talking them the whole time, like and then like they they tilted on because someone on their team was being a douche, and so what you do is you just like. Turned them on that person harder. Yeah, you fan the flames. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And so like, oh man, they oh they did you dirty, man. Like it's just like teeing off and like just. <laughs> My favorite is where was your team? Question mark. <laughs> That's all you need to say. It's and so... he would be like, yeah, where was my team? Oh my god, it's so mean. It's so there's psychological warfare. That's how I. I think humans are basically good for the most part. I, I am one of those people. I, I think people are lazy and, in general, like, ill-informed or, 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 or not informed at all, right? I think that's... People are generally like that. Um, they live lives of quiet desperation, just trying to get through the day, trying to survive. That's most people. I don't think there's a lot of malice aforethought in most humans. Then I play League of Legends, I'm like, no, we're... We're all evil. We're all sinners. We're all going to hell. This game, <laughs> only bad people exist. <laughs> like League of Legends turns me into into the most like, the, just like misanthropic, negative. Like just. <laughs> so bad. Um, but yeah, so Blood Bowl. Yeah, so Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl isn't League of Legends. Is is why it's I did not. that. <laughs> yes, exactly. In fact, we have a thirty person, about a thirty person league going on. And yeah. I've gotten to meet folks from from across the world. We played games together. We're making Dude. the schedules work. Go ahead. Like you know, like the league brought in a lot of fresh blood to chat game, and I think like we're better for it. Yeah, we've got some, we got some cool fucking people. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. From all over the world! Yeah, uh, uh, Zero's from uh, freaking uh, Indonesia, or Malaysia. Like, we got, like, tons of... Yeah, it's awesome. So, playing with, like, uh, with folks from, obviously, the UK, some Australians, New Zealanders, um, Ziggy, who's who's been around, has just Fucking been... Fucking legend. A, ...a blast to, to hang out with in, in chat, and he's joined us for Sumo as well, so... Yeah, he's he's my like, him, he, me and him, and then then Rocco, we were like the sumo gang, <laughs> and then we I catch you up, but we were there. Oh, big push. Yeah, big push. Uh big push. Big push. The like he pushed his way into our hearts. Really, he did. He did. <laughs> he really did. I used to hate him, and now I'm like, all right, I kind of like you now. Um. So, so Blood Bowl 2020 comes out, um, you know, the game, we've been playing essentially not even, Blood Bowl 2 on the digital port isn't even 2016. It's like uh, Legacy Rulebook 7 or something. Yeah, so, so. I'm not a Blood Bowl expert by any means, so. Blood Bowl uh, 3 is theoretically slated for quarter one, I think is what they said. That's the most recent I've seen. So, right now you've got your Blood Blood Bowl 2nd edition, uh, 2nd season edition, box this has everything you need to play blood bowl two player and exactly as like the pitch as the dice the rulers the rule book the teams everything even the dugouts yeah your little dugout little cool little dugout thing uh, cards there where you put your dudes when they get pummeled it even comes with some bonuses like a ref and and stuff yeah, like that with two refs yeah they give the elf the, cool. the red card which is really funny because of course elves would be the bureaucrats well, I mean, the dwarf also has a book uh, of alleged grudges. We'll see how that goes. G-Dead, Hots is good. I used to love Hots. Hots was great. Uh, I will I will uh, abstain from my opinion on Hots. Yeah? You didn't like it? Well, I'm not a fan of the company, so... Well, no. Anyway. I, yeah, yeah, that's that's a... That's mm. a we're we're entering uh we're entering yes. rant rant cam territory if I get Mega on my bl- rant. if I get on my blizzard uh rant here um so um I guess I I wanted to do start out with how approachable is Blood Bowl 2020 I I theoretically I'm eyeing up this box over here yeah like um, like so I the changes they have made to the system are for the most part easier to understand. So you used to have to do math, like very basic math of like how will agility uh, how will an agility test succeed? Mm-hmm. The goal number was seven. So you needed so if you were agility two, it would be a five up to get you. Or um, if, I'm sorry, if you were agility two, if you're an agility two, you need to roll a five up. If you're agility five, you need to roll a two up to get mm-hmm. to that magic number seven. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of confusing for new players because it's like, well, what their agility won, so what does that mean? Um, now it is just straight roll. It's like it's a four up, minus or plus, depending on what you're doing. There's no like intermediate math. Any 2d6 roll, like the tentacles roll, is now just a single roll. That's mm-hmm. one thing. Okay. Um, the passing rules, again, have been simplified. There's less like you need to know that a quick pass is one and picking up the ball is plus one. It's all kind of like been leveled out. Um, so I think in that respect, it's a lot more accessible. 
um, if you're talking about just, just the box itself, like it, it kind of, the teams that they give you are, they've done this great thing where they've tiered the teams in the rule book. So you yeah. should know what, and even matches. I don't agree with some of them, but generally speaking, you'll be fine. Um, you get two tier two teams. So they're not even like killer teams. They're like, oh yeah, these are middle of the road, like, you know, pretty good. They're not garbage and they're not like super OP. Mm-hmm. So you'll have a good match. Um, they've given you like complete teams. You know, you get the six orcs, the, the trolls. So you get the big guy in there too. Don't forget. And you get a star player, which is awesome mm-hmm. because, and not like you're going to use them in, you know, your first game, but you could if you wanted to. Um, also gives you like something extra hobby too, though. Like it's just yeah. cool. Having the big guy is huge because those those models are like kind of you know you don't want to like dish out twenty extra bucks for one model when your team costs thirty five. Hmm. So it's like it's really nice to have a complete team out of the box. You don't you don't have to buy two boxes like you would have to with with some of the other teams that they sell. Like the the human team box only comes with two blitzers, but you can take up to four. So where do you get those other two blitzers? Well, you can buy another box. Or the Undead is, is notorious for that, because you can get up to four ghouls. The box comes with two ghouls. Mm-hmm. You need, you, you know, you're going to want four ghouls. So there's no other way to get them besides buying the other box or going third party. So it's nice that the starter box teams, they're done. You got them. You got everything you need. Piece okay. of cake. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, other, what are the ease of access? Um, I think they've simplified some of the kickoff events. They've kind of codified how scattering and deviations work in terms of like where the ball goes. It's very spelled out. The, this um, this wacky D sixteen as well, where you're literally just rolling a D sixteen on like the the prayers to Nuffle, like at the beginning. Yeah, see what you get. Like just what's the number say? Like so five. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh, you want to know? Yeah. What what did I get? What did I get? I prayed to Nuffle. See, I got a. Is, I got it, a on five. The, is it on the quick team? Oh no, hold on. I gotta I gotta go to the. Uh, hold on. What you got? A five? I got a five. What did I? What was my Knuck- prayer? Knuckle dusters. Choose one player on your team that is available to play during this drive and does not have the loner trait. Until the end of this drive, that player gains mighty blow plus one. Oh yeah! Pretty sick. <laughs> and you get to pick who it goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So it's like, oh man, if my werewolf only had mighty blow. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I play the team I play. It's all about the werewolf's baby. Um, yeah, pretty sick. Pretty sick, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so like, as far as, like, so that's the box. You get a rule book conceivably. Is is the rule book available for, like, individual purchase right now? Or? Yeah, you can buy it by itself. So, good thing that they did that they weren't doing with the LRL box. <laughs> Shots fired. Um, you well, can actually you can actually buy the rules for, for Blood Bowl. Just get your book. And that rule book has everything. Yeah, it has everything. Um, it has all the teams besides the uh, the legacy teams. So teams which is available have a which is available as an official PDF from Games Workshop, which is super important in my mind. You're codifying that it's okay to play with this stuff, and we already touched on how this game is pretty grassroots, like community driven. That means like someone wants to bring their Camry team, they download a free PDF. Yep, and they have officially sanctioned GW rules for Camry. Yep. Yep, perfect. Official Tomb Kings recognition. There you go. For there Games you go. Workshop. That's why Blood See Bowl. There, See, there's 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 one of the reasons why Blood Bowl is a superior game is official Camry. Uh, Tomb Kings exist. Yeah, Tomb Kings exist. Um, 
Um, but yeah, so um, you get all the teams that they have a plastic kit for are in this rule book. Um, all of the star players that they have Forge World models for, with the exception of two or three, but they're coming very soon. Um, and then, um, yeah, there's there's nothing in Blood Bowl that you could possibly need that is not baseline. Um, so we have the Spike magazines. Those are like for fluff, but they also have like they focus on a particular team and they give you additional optional rules. So like a uh, special kind of wizard. So when you buy an inducement for a wizard, usually you get the fireball and the, and the lightning, as you would know from now. It's it's a frog, right? It turns, turns yeah, but you get turned into a frog. You can you can frog your own guy too. So like if you have a gutter runner and you're afraid of them dying, you're just like, oh, he's a frog now. <laughs> the worst he can get is 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 KO'd or badly injured or, or you know like he misses the the current game. Um, but like for example, um, the newest spike that just came out. There is a basically a Dr. Frankenstein who, before the game, you pick D three players uh, and you make a roll on a on a on a five or two to a five. They get a random mutation on a six. They get a random mutation and they get to keep it. Uh, and on a one, they are immediately injured. <laughs> so like it's just a fun like oh yeah cool I'll roll with the Dr. Frankenstein. He's like 130k uh, inducement. Hmm. Like it's just like this little fun thing. Um, but like for base base rules, everything you need is going to be in that box. So and we we kind of oh, go ahead. No, no, right after you. No, we we um we kind of on the last episode sort of touched on. You have a team value, team value are your points. Uh, you build your your roster that way, and then the game is ideally set up to play through a, like sort of a league mode. Um, which is yeah. like a path to glory type thing, or if you play tabletop RPG RPGs or or video games on the internet, it's like an RTS slash RPG leveling system. Whereas you're playing, you're getting uh, star player points, you're you're progressing certain models, leveling up skills and stuff like that. And there's basically a universal skill sheet right. inside of that 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 book. So so you know. It, yeah, and it, it lays it out pretty cleanly on how to run a league and like all that kind of fun stuff. They give you a little page so you can photocopy to write your rosters down. Like people photocopy things anymore. <laughs> um, they do have it on the uh, they have it on the website. It's it's with right. the the teams of legend PDF and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean they've and Game Workshop has done a lot better job. I've seen in these last few months of really hyping Blood Bowl, really actually like paying attention to it. Again, they're they got their own podcast now. They they're doing these yeah. these awesome Jim uh, Bob. We're uh, getting like four teams a year, which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah. Like this super niche game, like that's like I don't know. Is it? I bet it sells better than Warcry does. I'm not actually sure. It might not. I, I think if um, if it's on par with Warcry, I think they have a good. They're they're in a happy happy position. Yeah, and we're getting these beautiful teams, like unique sculpts, and it's like, oh, this is fantastic. I'm looking at this way more than I expected. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at this dwarf skeleton uh, star player right now, and I'm like, scroll half height. Yeah, I'm like, he's sick. I love this for two reasons. The first one being finally we have a game where they release the alternate species skeletons uh yes. so, so thank you uh but also really good like character and detail to it like he's not throwing the football he's got an arm that has the football which is like super undead and meta. <laughs> it's so that he gets yeah. the extra height on his windup is really what it yeah is. exactly i mean his name <laughs> is scroll half height like that's pretty fucked up <laughs> <Call a dwarf. laughs> 
kind of mean. Um, yeah. 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 yeah like, he, and go ahead. Like so much character in there. Yeah. I, well, I, I love that model. Yeah. And look, I'm looking at it. I'm like, wow, this is a, this is awesome. Like, I'm like, I would want this just hanging around. Like if I, I mean, I, I can imagine that scenario where like you've, you need four skeletons. You only have two coming in your starter box. You're like, well, you know, okay, buy this as one of your yeah, other skeletons. Just right? use them. Why not? Yeah. Use it as a blitzer or whatever. Like, cool. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter, right? All as right. long as you know, as long as your opponent knows and you know. It's clearly marked and it's clearly, uh, yeah, denoted. There you go. Piece of yeah, cake. you could even like paint the, I've seen people um, paint the base runs different colors to indicate what pl- what kind of players they are. So like reds for a blitzer, uh, greens for a blocker, yellows for a catcher, whites for a thrower, like et cetera, et cetera. So like it's even, like you could have just played with the base and it would be fine. <laughs> I mean, Blood Bowl is one of those games that you could play with cardboard cutouts, and it wouldn't impact the game in the slightest. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be as fun, but Car- cardboard hammer. Uh, yeah, playing yeah. playing AOS with cardboard is just not the same. Yeah, yeah. There's no carnage in that. Yeah, and I want. Yeah, that's an interesting take. Um, so yeah, you, you get you get your book, you got all your rules, you get this box. It's pretty great. And I just want to say right now, um, I mean, if you ever there was a time to get into Blood Bowl, this is it. Uh, I know Mini Stomp was uh, like went hard in the paint, and he's got a bunch of boxes laying around. So if you haven't been able to find a box that you're like your your friend at the local gaming store, you can always go to Mini Stomp um, at Mini Stomp on Twitter. He'll tell you how to order sh- order stuff, and he usually cuts you a pretty good discount. So if you want to get in on that, um, but Ah, uh, man, I'm I'm I've been sitting here and I keep looking back at this box and I've I've been like not fidgeting. I've been trying not to fidget. And I'm, what that I, translates I'm really to bad at that. What it what it translates to is like I've been trying not to walk over there, start opening it and going through it while you've been talking. <laughs> like, it's a hefty box. Enjoy your unboxing whenever that happens. Yeah. What's a local gaming store? Right, right. Right. It's it been it's been 84 years or whatever the hell. Why are we here? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I guess approachable to new players. Uh, you think overall this is more approachable than like 2016 and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's gone. Frank? No. His take was too hot for the internet to handle. Um, so I, I don't know. Um, I, I think... I've been kind of championing Blood Bowl for a little bit because of, uh, certainly because of the COVID situation. You joke about, like, you know, what local gaming store. Um, the fact that I can play this on the internet has been a really good boost. Uh, I know Frank has actually been running uh, tabletop simulator games of Blood Bowl 2020 now. Uh, so if anyone's interested in, in, in learning the lay of the land before you even buy in on anything... Uh, Frank has been Ooh. running those tabletop simulator Sorry, games. I dropped out there for a second there. I uh, I figured you were just had a inter- like a hot take like like too hot to handle for the internet, so just too cut off. Um, and I was just telling mentioning to folks that like even if they don't want to buy in immediately on Blood Bowl, though, like I really have been championing this. You know, uh, hey, play Blood Bowl three with with the Rantcast League uh, if you want. Uh, you know, you could jump in on Blood Bowl too. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to like say, "Hey, go buy the old game that we might not play I anymore." Uh, wait for Blood Bowl three. Jump in with us if you haven't bought in already. Uh, so the, you, there's one handy way uh, getting into Blood Bowl, kind of getting your getting your uh, uh, you know dipping your, your dipping your toe in without having to like 
buy a huge box or buy a whole army or something or a whole team. Yeah. Um, and and uh, if you don't want to go that route, I mentioned they could play Tabletop Simulator with you, which is yeah, provided sure. you have TTS, it's not going to cost you a dime to just download the the pack and you'll teach. It's two seconds, and and even if you like. You you could just play it with like pawns and queens from like a chessboard if you're that desperate. Like, yeah, yeah. it wouldn't be hard. But yeah, uh, TTS. I will actually advocate TTS usage for Blood Bowl. Um, I'm not a fan of it for AOS, but for Blood Bowl, it scratches that itch. The the grid. I really have been enjoying using these rule using a rule book in person to like figure out what the roles are. And that kind of stuff, because Blood Bowl 2 spoils you in doing all of those things for you. Yeah, it's, it's going to help you l- with a learning curve a little bit. But, I mean, that is something that, that is worth noting. You can actually take your Blood Bowl rule book and open it up and the rules are correct in it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there was some... Uh, uh, the third stringer, uh, the the third or fourth stringer interns got that FAQ, those FAQ questions. Um, the uh, the first stringers were busy with 40k. The second, obviously, are on AOS, and and the third or fourth are were relegated to Blood Bowl. The duty. guy who gets the coffee for the guy who gets the coffee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hotspur, there is uh, just the rules difference. Um, Blood Bowl TTS will be a like anything else on TTS. You're doing everything manual. There's no automatic rolling. There's no, like, seeing what the weather is automatically. You have to do it as you would um, on the tabletop. So you could play it with any edition of Blood Bowl rules if you so desire. Um, I would highly advocate, though, playing with the new rules because they're they're here, and I have them in my hands, and they're, they're lovely. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and two is uh, Blood Bowl 2 is kind of locked in on that pre-2016 yep. uh, Blood Bowl. And Blood Bowl 3 will be kind of locked in on 2020's rule set. It's, Just go ahead. Yeah. Uh, they designed Blood Bowl 3 with the intent, as far as I'm aware, to keep the rules as up-to-date as it's going to be for the tabletop. Well, like, it's going to be a one-to-one. The, the Blood Bowl 2 video game was a success. I don't think the, the devs anticipated like licensing yeah. licensing stuff is always a little risky because you have to pay that licensing fee and then you take all the risk to produce a game. Um and one was kind of unsung. Uh Blood Bowl 2 got some success and notoriety. It got a lot of people playing. Blood Bowl 3 I fully expect that game to be a fully supported uh video game and service. Uh Oh yeah. Personally. Um but we currently play Blood Bowl 2. So we're playing without data rules. Uh it does all the calculations for you and stuff which does kind of you are going to have to learn that stuff going to the tabletop because you you haven't internalized you know all all of the different patterns of blocking and stuff like that that are going to shift your dice rolls the game automatically does that for you when you do that on the tabletop you're going to start to recognize that oh this is where you know i'm i've got a penalty or or whatever and uh it's funny because like i know a lot of people like go and like try to path their player um, on Blood Bowl 2, like, they'll go click and see what the path looks like, if there's any, like, dodges or stuff in the way, and you'll miss it, and they go, oh, shit, and they have to dodge out, and it's, like, on a six-up. On tabletop, you don't have the luxury of seeing, like, oh, wait, hey, there's a dodge there. You have to see the, the player in the way, so you have to kind of be more aware of it. I think um, Blood Bowl 2 taught me a lot of bad habits about pre-pathing and not looking at what players were 
<laughs> um, yeah, so I, I do think it's good. It's good. It's good and bad. Good with the bad. Uh, one thing I do think is it is a great digital port of the tabletop experience. Uh, it you lose the personal some of the personal touches of a tabletop, but you gain some of the advantages of a video game, which is uh, you know animations and, and the voice yeah. the voice acting for for uh, for Bob and and Jim is pretty great. Um, that, uh, I, I I'm a big fan of like the animations in that game. Some of them are fucking funny. Oh the 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 dwarves beating you with the tankard, like was, for a foul. Like fa- the goblin foul where like they pounce on you like a trampoline. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fantastic. Well, and, and I expect I expect no less from the Blood Bowl three either. Like, yeah. I think it's going to be to the same quality. Yeah, the, more player customization is what we asked for. They they said they heard us. Um, I want more animations. Just continue to do the stuff that is very Blood Bully over there. And they, uh, they showed off they're going to allow a lot more customization of the players too, which I'm I'm super jazzed on because Blood Bowl two is just like a head option and like your team color. And yeah. like Blood Bowl three, it looks like you can give them like personal effects, like different hair and and like armor pieces and you know like a little more granularity on that cool i'm, I'm super down with that yeah me too me too that that's the it's the 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 smackdown effect right like smackdown the wwe games where like i could fully customize my kid yeah if i can design yeah. 16 wrestlers instead of one isn't that way more that's fun right. yeah the stable that's <laughs> yeah you can you can learn without playing tts um but you need to have the the rule book and somebody to play with right Right, yeah. So, I mean, the the game is this is a board game, right? Like this is a yeah, board game to be. Hundred percent. It happens to have some digital ports, and just like with TTS with AOS, uh, I mean, you're you're playing a simulated experience of what would be a better in person experience. Um, so it's 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 kind of like a in a in COVID we've had to get creative with with still getting our tabletop gaming in, right? Yeah. So. Get it, scrape whatever scraps you can get. We'll take it. <laughs> table scraps, would you call them? Because it's table... Table uh, table scrap simulator? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm calling it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are some of the, the key changes between Blood Bowl 2 and Blood Bowl 3? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, of course, all the changes that went through for 2016 from Blood Bowl 2 to 2016... Um, those were then built on for 2020. Um, the main, main, uh, the big one lo- everyone loves to talk about is there is a now uh, agility has been split into a specific agility stat and a specific passing stat. Used to be both are the same, um, which meant that elf teams were really good at passing because hey, they had high agility, so it means they passed the ball well. Now it's not so much the case. Um, the passing stat has definitely isolated like thrower positionals on people's teams as the people who will throw the ball. So you can still take the shot in the dark where like I've had a ghoul throw it to my golem yeah. and he caught it on a six up or something. It just absolute you can still do that. Still there. No problem. well still certain players have a passing stat of, of dash, which means they cannot pass the ball. Really? Yeah. Uh, they've removed passing from zombies uh in t- like you cannot pass on a zombie. You can hand off, but you can't pass. I know. It was it was a it was a big blow for me too. No. Um, <laughs> but, but Bones Jackson, he's got a. <laughs> um, another big difference is the leveling system has has been reworked completely. Um, okay. So the 
Uh, as you play through matches, you gain uh, star player points, and you get through a threshold, you get a new skill. Skills are now, um, you can, you used to have to roll 2d6 and see if you would get a single skill or a double skill, basically a, a more common skill or a rare skill for that player, respectively. Now, it's not that you roll 2d6, you save up SPP to buy a skill in that category. So it used to be you'd have to roll doubles to get block on a mummy. Now you just need to save up the requisite amount of SPP to either roll randomly on a table for block or to get block flat out. And there are a lot of different tiers of... of, of... Does it, like, cost more to... Yeah. Okay. So, so like, for example, um, if you roll a random skill, it costs a, a random single skill, or, or they call the primary and secondary skills now. Um, let's say you want to get, like, uh, on, a, on, a, on a lineman, you're getting a general skill. You can either pay three and roll randomly... Or you can pay six and pick one. If you roll them randomly, it also um, reduces the TV cost of that skill, too. Point by is better than rolling. Take it personally. I take it personally. No. No, it's not. Get yeah. out of here. No, he's trying to... He's, uh, uh, Dave, jail. Dave's trying to trigger me directly. I see you. I see you. I see you working, chat gang. <laughs> so you, can, uh, you can pick your skills now, which means you can build a way more specialized player... Um, that being said, you also won't ever have the chance of just getting a, a strength up on a player. You'd have to work for it. It's 18 SPP, and even then, it's a random stat increase. Mm. So, I, 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 I don't know if this is better. Uh, okay, so... It's kind of a side grade. Agi passing, better or worse? Just hot, your opinion. Uh, I, I personally don't like... I think they've made passing worse. Um... In, in the 2020 rules because it's like, okay, this guy's going to be the guy that passes the ball most of the time. So you can, you kind of know where it's coming from, where it used to be like, oh, you take a cheeky pass on a, on a zombie or something where it's like, oh, there's no way he would throw at the zombie. And then you throw at the zombie. And it's like, yeah. So, so this is, you don't so you, so you don't like the agi passing. I chain. don't, I, I, it needed to, it needed to happen because, uh, Elf teams were way too good at manipulating the ball and being like high agi. Yeah, this is why we, this is why we and Chat Gang have what we call elf bullshit. Like elves, elf bullshit. Elves, elves have elf bullshit. Like now powers. they still have elf bullshit. Don't get me wrong. However, <laughs> cover runners aren't passing on a two up anymore, yeah. so they're not like hyper fast, hyper dodge, hyper passers. Mm-hmm. Um. So so it had to be mitigated. Is this yeah, a? I don't, I don't. Go ahead, finish it. No, after you. Um, do you think that they they did a good job of mitigating it, or is this like a in the oven type thing? It needs to go back in the oven. We'll look at the next pass uh, of this. I want to say it's like just barely out of the oven. Okay. Like they put in. It's not a negligible amount of work to like figure out how to make things work. I think some teams have come out way better for it. Like the human team, Camry, is actually like. Yeah, Camry can actually like throw the ball now, which yeah. is like you can pick up the ball in the rain first of all, which I am jazzed about. <laughs> um, but like the human team used to be kind of like, eh, they're okay. They're Why like play this jack of all, like a jack of all trades, master of none, except where it's a bad thing because like you yeah. need specialists a little bit. Like, yeah, you have a five and everything instead of like a seven and like a six and everything. Yeah, um, but humans now have great passing, great passing. Fantastic pass. Yeah. On a two up pass, sure hands. Great. Love. 
Um, so it's kind of like a side grade in that respect. And I I, I also, do love their one star player, by the way, uh, Griff, whatever, like. Yeah, Griff Oberwald. Like Oberwald, like actually really cool. There's a moment when you're playing Blood Bowl two, and like you throw a touchdown pass, and like he takes off his helmet, and it's Griff like Oberwald. And you're like, yeah. and like, Bob's just like, oh my, like, we heard a rumor that he's here, Jim, but there he is, Griff Overwall. Like, it's so, like, it's so hype, and I'm like, yeah! So, like, I have this canon attachment to this character that doesn't exist in a greater continuity of any sort of real world <laughs> or setting, based on Dude, one have... video, one video game experience. You know what's kind of amazing is you have, like, such a, a positive memory coming out of a tutorial. Yeah. Like... That's kind of nuts. I it's so good. It was so funny. I mean, that's that's one of the advantages again of video game the the video game advantage that I hope Blood Bowl three leans into a better campaign, better tutorial. Like, give me give me like a story mode. You know, that was the most the that was the most story mode thing that really happened. Is like that and Bob takes to the field because he gets angry. Bob takes the field, yeah. <laughs> and then you can play with Bob for he's a little a bit. Beast. Oh, and he's got the he's got the uh, pile on, so he's just mugging people. <laughs> so good uh, um that part... also like so yeah, go ahead. my my thoughts with the the passing is like it's kind of a side grade i think the same thing for the leveling okay um you get to make more dedicated kind of you know you get to pick what your build is you used to have to rely on rolling the doubles or rolling the stat up now it's like well you save up for it which is good and it's bad mm -hmm. because you don't get sort of cheeky strength up on a on a goblin now you have to like save up yeah, and then why would you do that? Six you... touchdowns worth of stuff. It's like yeah. that's not the same. Yeah. No, I but having a having a block mummy every time. Yeah. See, that feels like more of a side grade, like a like a yeah. that is very specifically a side grade because now you can plan your teams, you can planning is good and so on and so forth. But there's a beauty to the chaos of suddenly having like an agi for white, you know, yeah. when you're you're that's like great. and then you're it... like, "Oh shit." Well, this changes my whole team dynamic now that this just happened. I wasn't going to do that because I would have just taken block and dodge every time. Yeah. But like, and like you, you now still can roll randomly for skills, but just just the the attribute increase is not as you're not gonna have the special players anymore. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of cool. It, that felt kind of cool to like have that, and then like you know, and then sort of shift. Wait, my team suddenly got a passing attack now. <laughs> like, and you know, or you, yeah, or you know, Rocco's. Uh, Patented uh, Rocco Blocko Dauntless Skink. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that was just the doubles roll, but he could have got strength three. Oh man, could you imagine <laughs> strength three skink? Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. People will do it for the meme, though. Oh man, I'm gonna do it for the meme. What am I saying? Yeah, yeah. We're so so that feels like a bit of a that feels like a a true side grade. I think the agi passing thing is I think with one more her pass over where maybe just nothing has a dash passing stat. Maybe that's the next step. Yeah, like and nothing. I think also they they made a kind of a mistake with wildly inaccurate passes. So um, a fumble. If you roll a one, you fumble the ball, which means it's it scatters from your position. Mm -hmm. If you roll. If you fail the passing attempt, it's wildly inaccurate, and basically you throw the ball in a scattered direction. It's way worse than a fumble, and you get it on a result that's more common. Mm. I don't... Like, you could possibly throw the ball backwards, like, to your end zone for them to get. Mm -hmm. So it's like, holy shit, I'm never going to pass. Well, one of the most terrifying things on the, on, in the game is when that football goes, goes out of bounds while you're playing. 
not so much the yeah. touchback, but when you're playing it and then it just goes out of bounds, that right. scatter can can com- the throw-in can be completely like game changing, completely game. Yeah, like I've I've had games where like I don't have a shot, then they throw it and I'm just like I'm I happen to have this Whoops. one straggler zombie of all things hanging out here, and like suddenly I I'm the only one with a chance at the football. You're like ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and so and now that that's just that's just more of a a realistic thing happening, but also happening on a more common situation, which is uh, if you're passing, which that's that's the big thing. It's like you you actually have to pass the ball, <laughs> and most people didn't really pass the ball that much. It's very much a handoff kind of cage situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, one of the other changes though is was the interception thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. You you go to deflect now and then try to intercept. Yeah, which is kind of cool because like you might not want to get possession of the ball. You might just want to stall like so that their turn runs out. So you can just slap the ball down. Mm-hmm. Um, and it and the way that it's processed is different now in a, in a minutia way that I don't think is worth like going into on the podcast. It's like it's such a like niche thing to know that like you're you're fine you don't need yeah to. but just... it, it, the point is is it changed it changed it to being a couple extra steps that are in this yeah. case this was a move towards realism that I think benefits the game because rolling more dice in Blood Bowl in not in terms of a volume of dice but just having like a couple every time you're rolling dice is a hype moment in Blood Bowl every yeah. time so you have that one extra hype moment where you're like you're like oh uh, deflected can I convert it, to yeah, a yeah. interception. Yeah, so I like I like that. Uh, it also takes some of the radical flips in the game a, a little bit away in a game that like flips on its head. Yeah, like if you like, my mummies are notorious for catching interception. Oh, good! That, that movement be... three. Like... Yeah, <laughs> but now that's it's it's more common that they'll deflect the ball instead of actually catching. Right, right. Um, they've also like gone through and made some changes to some of the rosters. Um, so, like, for example, the Chaos team, uh, you'd have the Chaos Chosen and the Beastmen, and then the Minotaur. Now you can take, instead of the Minotaur, you have the option of taking either a Troll or um, or an Ogre uh, on, on the regular Chaos team. That really changes up how they, how they make their starting roster and how they're going to play in the end. Because the Minotaur is great for blitzing, but it's very unreliable. Whereas, like, the Ogre and the Troll are, are pretty, like, solid... They do different things, but like just adding one little piece to that whole puzzle makes that team a lot more interesting. Too. Yeah. Um, and similarly, like they nerf some stuff. So like some teams' rerolls got more expensive, or their players got worse. Well, War Dancer uh, got a double nerf in that now uh, costs a lot more, and Leap is now no good. <laughs> is anyone upset? Is anyone upset that War Dancer's got Ooh, worse? <laughs> Um, I, I feel Not like I feel like Necromancer uh, Necromantic, which is of course my team, got a nerf because we don't big get shake up. It's a shake up more than a nerf. Um, White. I, I mean, I I do think it's a nerf. Yeah. Um, but I think it also gives the team a lot more of an identity. It's not just like undead with werewolf. It's now like a different team. Yeah. No, I mean that's true. Um, it it felt like a nerf losing whites. But yeah, because yeah, because you're losing whites, the coolest piece on the team. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, and now you really, really have to decide: do I want? Do, how bad do I want those werewolves? It's it's a, a real. Werewolves. It's such a decision, though. Uh, 
I'll it's uh, it's okay. I'm gonna get sh I'm gonna own five Blood Bowl teams. It's fine. I'll be buying a Shambling Undead too now. <laughs> I mean, you don't even have to get like you have most of a, a Shambling team anyway. You it's just true. need the you just need mummies. I need mummies. Uh, Skeleton and skeletons in place of the werewolves, essentially. And That's I'm it. I'm going to paint my whites that are coming. Uh, my 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 punga whites. I'm going to paint those yeah. all ghosty colors so that they're they're the wraiths as well. Hey, they're a wraith now. Yeah, they're a wraith because they're made out of ghostiness. So, <laughs> plus I get to practice a new technique, and then I'll have my vampires, uh, which will be like my um my uh, taking my time for my pleasures type army and. Uh, uh, that's gonna be my my destruction as death army or a team. Sure. So, so I'm gonna. Uh, that's gonna be. You know how you talked about when you play like uh, you go to play goblins when you need to break. That's that. That's gonna be that yeah. team for me. It's gonna be like have it's fun. Time. Have fun with uh, vampires who are very tier three in my opinion. That's nah. Uh, I'm gonna. But that's the thing is you take it's the stakes. Huh? Stakes like a hey, if, uh, if vampire. Yeah. Hey, if you're playing them against goblins, you'll probably have a blast. <laughs> or the bigs. Or the bigs. Playing them against the bigs. How many teams are there uh, in in Blood Bowl? Like over twenty. Over twenty. So I I could count. I. You don't need to waste the air time and count them physically. Okay, but I need to know, so I'm gonna do it. Okay, me. you count, and I'm gonna go ahead and catch up on chat gang here. We'll see. Uh, point by is better than rolling. I remember you. Um, I feel like wolves are an easier choice to take in Necromantic now. I mean, yeah, you take both of them now, no question. Uh, whereas before, you like <coughs> two felt like overkill a little bit because I'm usually, I'm usually all like blitzing with one werewolf a turn, like almost always. Just werewolf goes and does the blitz now. Um, having two, you're just you're able to do that in two different positions on the field. Hopefully, you can get block on both of them pretty quickly because I mean, you can like. You, you, if you were brave enough to roll it for three SPP, you could get block right off the block. Two touchdowns will get you block, guaranteed. No questions asked. Mm -hmm. um, they've also changed how the MVP works. It's back to um, they can't change, give like, the number around. Yeah, it, it can't go to a dead player anymore. It can't go to a dead player or a star player anymore. So that's good. That's a good change. That is a good change. I know you're really happy about that one. I'm super happy. The first, hey, and the first, the first MVP I got went to my my first casualty in the history of the entire game. Dead zombie. Dead zombie got it, and um, I was livid. Uh, twenty six teams. Twenty six teams. Yes. Plus, is that that's including the legendary teams or the? Uh... That is including the legendary team. It's not bad. What considering Age of Sigmar has been more directly supported and has, what, 32 teams? That's not too bad. Not too bad. How much does a team cost? Like, on uh, average? If you go to buy the box, one box from GW, I think it's like 35 bucks. You're, very you're, easy. You got to pick do. You got to pick up a couple extra models, but... Depends on which team you're playing. Like, So if you're playing Dwarfs, you get everything you need in the box. Okay. In including a Death Roller? No, you don't. You have to buy the Death Roller stuff. <laughs> That's for crazy people. It's forty dollars for the um, for the Blood Bowl team, which is nothing compared. That's like a box of battle line. You know? Mortec Guard is sixty bucks. <laughs> like for yeah, bro. For twenty Mortec Guard, it's sixty bucks. Oh, uh, and uh, it's worth noting uh, when you do buy a team, if you buy from GW and most third parties, you get your little team tokens and a little like you know uh, score thing and 
they'll give you like a little and they give you balls so like balls that are specific to your team mm-hmm. so like the orc team has like a squig that like ate a ball <laughs> as like one of theirs and like the the shambling undead team's got like a skull ball you know like as you would think. kicker uh rub salt in the wound a little bit here he said my bad he died on the first play also <laughs> like uh <laughs> just out the gates just blood bowl things. smoked yeah Herc the Jerk is a staple of the community, too. Except he's now Herc the Dead Jester <laughs> because he leveled up, and apparently his name changes and evolves as he levels. <laughs> he used to be so Herc the is. Jerk, and now he's Herc the Dead Jester, which is really funny. Oh, what a um, blast. Yeah. No, it's... it's. I mean, th- there really has been a community that's sprung up around this. Obviously, Chat Gang, like, if, you, if, you're in, if you're on the Blood Bowl hype train with us already, you're on the Blood Bowl hype train. But if you're just listening to, to this episode with a random curiosity to it, um, you know, I talk about Age of Sigmar being, like, the best community in gaming. Uh, I stand by that. But this Blood Bowl community that we've kind of built organically, this isn't, like... Like, whereas Age of Sigmar, kind of, like, you show up and, and, like, and then, like, you just... People are already, like, congratulating you and patting you on the back. Blood Bowl has been something that we've really done together. Like, this DIY, do-it-ourselves, sort of, like, organically build it up. And and um, I really feel like that is sort of the Blood Bowl vibe in general. It yeah. is. It... and I think uh, it's a shared kind of suffering, in a way. <laughs> we've all had... No, I, I mean that in a good way. It's like... You know, you have a shit house game, and you, and you see somebody else having a shit house game, and you're like, "Oh man, I oh re- no!" <laughs> and like you, it, it kind of like forges this like relationship between you and that person. Like well, you have true sympathy in like the purest sense. Well, like actually, we've all failed a, char- a key charge in Age of Sigmar, right? We've all been like, "I just needed to roll a four. and I had my tournament, yeah. and I had my tournament re-roll because I like donated to the to the raffle or the charity. Event, so I had my tournament re-roll, and like I just couldn't get it. And uh, we, you have like those commiserate moments like that. But in Blood Bowl, it's like my player died in the league first play of the game, and I had to limp on the rest of the season. And like someone else was like, "Oh man, I was playing this game, and a freaking wood elf jumped up and drop kicked my my like star player, my player I've been developing all season, and it's dead now." <laughs> like. Or- the crowd threw a rock at my witch elf, and now she's dead. <laughs> like, like the other player didn't even do it. The crowd <laughs> did it. But so it's like it's it's that turn to eleven is is that like the the commissary you feel, but also the triumph of like uh, right now I'm I'm standing super hard for our dark elf player who who could possibly go for the repeat. Uh, uh, so super up, Mike, super beat, beat me in the finals. So I'm I'm hoping he he does the soup the uh, the super blood bowl uh, repeat because that would mean that via the transitive property of greatness I am as great as the super bowl champion because, you, you because I beat him this season I'm the only person who who handed <laughs> handed him an L uh, so you know there's that that expression I like to go to is someone's always walking around with an L to hand you you just gotta you just gotta dodge him or uh, <laughs> he did not dodge. He took that L. He he's got to hold that for the rest of his life. Here you go. <laughs> he, are you gonna hold that? <laughs> just, go to, just go to Michael's in the little wood section and get a. Big oh, if I have to, if I have to mail him another trophy, I'm I'm going oh. to woodcraft an L just and sign it. Chisel it, it out of <laughs> it. It's just like ah, oh, my masterpiece. And just mail it to. If I have to mail him another Blood Bowl trophy, that's what I'm. I'm gonna like. He'll get the Blood Bowl trophy and then uh. 
from Anthony Polcastro, who's 3D printed us trophies now, uh, two seasons. Uh, I'm like, dude, you don't have to. We could we could just be mailing them around and signing them. And he's like, no, I'm just scaling them down now. And I'm like, that's fair. Ah, <laughs> uh, he failed with that two plus reroll. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so th- there's a there's a lot of fun in Blood Bowl. One of the things that I haven't gotten to touch on yet that I really really do want to like hammer home is the art. I love the box art over here, um, and you've got the book there, so you can sh- show it I, off. I've got, I have a very specific image in mind that I was just like, "Yo, this is the coolest!" Like, so while you you look at that, this yeah. art, it's got this like, it's got these like really sharp edges. It almost looks like super classical in that sort of like how fantasy art, you know, like the old Hobbit cartoon and, uh, you know, like old, old, like uh, almost like oil painting style, like Frazetta cover art. It's got a little bit of that like cartoonish oil paint quality to it. Let's see. We can make this up. That's a skeleton fan <laughs> raising from the grave. It's a root the for- Guy Fieri number one finger. <laughs> Fucking sick. There's. But so, like stylistically, it's got this like really great, this really great art to it, where it's it's it's, it's it feels like it's from the eighties, but with like it's modern soul. Oh, tons of soul, tons of soul, yeah, tons of soul. Um, miles of style. But then there's this whimsy to it all, and not the like whimsy, uh, like we go too far and everything silly and like we don't even care, like it's too silly to even care. It's like it's it's this like hardcore whimsy. Is the only way I can describe it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I know what you mean. It, it like uh, almost like what was the uh, what was that a uh, uh, magazine the the rock and roll magazine called? Heavy metal. Heavy metal. It's got like a heavy metal quality to it. Yeah, the cartooniness. Yeah. Where it's like cartoony but hardcore and stuff like that. So, I mean, th- I love this art. It's all throughout the uh, the book. Uh, we were paging through it. I mean, it has been a great year for great book art. I mean, the the cover of the LRL book is the Battle Tome is stellar. I mean, you could frame that as a full size oil painting, and someone would come to your house, and you could lie to them and say some fancy artist's name, and they'd be like, "Oh, oh, uh, yes, of course, yeah, of course, of course." Um, uh, we've all heard of him. Yeah, you've Soulbound's art, as far as tabletop RPGs go, is on the short list of best. I'd have to like think about it too long, but easily top three of of tabletop RPG art I have ever seen, and certainly Some the best. Of that stuff is is whacked out, super cool. Sh- shout outs to Cubicle Seven; they did a great job with it. Uh, they've really put the the attention to detail into it, and this this just stylistically is my jam. I don't know how to explain it. Like this is the kind of shit I would put all over my walls in my house. How does this make you feel? Confused. And excited. Come on, that's great. <laughs> the the ungore the ungore cheerleader. Yeah, there's just a it's it's got this like it's got this quality to it that I think it, it permeates all of all of this game. So like people talk about the world it was and, and that that had a really like dour feel to it, which is neither here nor there. I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. It that was part of it. It it, it felt very dour, very like st- almost stuffy a little bit. Like it kind of, kind of congested, yeah. kind of. Um, oh yes, fantasy battle. But if you want that, like, if you want that, like, some of that, like, what made that fantasy, that sort of, that Brit humor, that like, you know, like a little bit of that old world 
feel to it, but then you want to like some whimsy where they crank it to eleven without going fantasy, fantasy, or like going into the sci-fi. Like that's what Blood Bowl feels like when you're playing like your Camry team. You're like, oh, this is Camry, but then it's just like a little weird, a little cool, you know? That that you yeah, have. Yeah, it's got rough edges and it's not worried about it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't polish down those sharp edges. It 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 doesn't mind. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Blood Bowl. Who gives it's a shit? Blood Bowl, baby. So. Fill the box with glitter when you mail it. Oh, I love you, chat gang. You get all the good ideas. I love this art that they use in this. Um, no, it's dude. When you page through that book, you'll have a, you'll you'll just see like little little like, stuffs in the margins that are just like <laughs> it's funny because you know whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Just like a slam that's got like a hot dog and like a like a he's got like the beer helmet with mm-hmm. like a little straw going in his mouth. It's like yeah. Slans holding hot dogs. This is why I'm here. <laughs> this is what we signed up for. Yeah, yeah. The the dead Montana redeeming a thousand RDP to remind everyone the chat gang ain't nothing to fuck with. That's true. <laughs> it's true. We're not. Um. So yeah, I mean, I feel like there's so much to talk about with Blood Bowl, and yet it's just it's it feels infinite impossibility. Is there anything else you want to kind of mention about Blood Bowl? I'll say this: it's the same. Blood Bowl, you know and love, with a little bit of fresh coat of paint on it. That's like people, people are acting like, oh, it's a completely different game. It's like, no, it's still Blood Bowl. You're still gonna roll those one dice pals, and you're still gonna roll double skulls twice. <laughs> don't get it. Don't get it wrong. It's it's still Blood Bowl. It's just like a fresh. They they took all the weird stuff and they wrapped it up. They've added some new skills. They've nerfed some things. It's kind of like little house spring cleaning. That's a good. Mm. Well, you, you it's g- spring cleaning. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get fresh. You gotta get that that fresh take on on an old staple. Um, I mean, if you're jumping in into a game like this, you can get in for the long haul. The community that we've built here will be here for you uh, as long as you know as long as we can be. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to Blood Bowl three, the video game, because I like places where all the voices in my head come together to hang out part of the reason why i like age of sigmar is it, it it's it unites a lot of the the clans for me it's the narrative uh the, i'm a writer the storytelling uh you know my wwe persona uh at which if you haven't seen yet there i've i've uh, my mom uh, adorable my grandma mailed me uh a a massive stack uh, of photos <laughs> she and seriously, shout out to to uh, Grandma Grandma F- uh, Mephisto. Grandma Mephisto. Uh, yeah, Grandma Mephisto. Uh, she painstakingly uh, tracked down like a bunch of photos. There's not a bunch of photos of me, you know, just due to basically being a pseudo orphan, going to six different high schools with six different families, uh, and that was just high school. Um, there's not a lot of photos of me, so she. Track down aunts, uncles, foster foster parents. Uh, she got a lot of my stuff from my mom when my mom died. Uh, she tracked down a bunch, and she just put it all in a in one big uh, padded, uh, one of those big padded document envelopes, and sent it to me. And so, uh, I got to share with with dear chat gang not only a vision of like a fourteen or sixteen year old Mephisto, but also some of my indie wrestling photos. Uh, when I was wrestling Adorable. as yeah, I was wrestling as Ginger, which was uh, uh, my uh, was my female wrestler uh, gimmick, 
and in a dress. Uh, in the photo, I am not wearing wearing a wig. The first bump I took, which was off an arm drag, fell off, and I never got it back. Like so, I was just like going around. I had just cut my hair the week before. The promoter was pissed because I showed up and like was pissed that I had uh, I had short hair and part of the whole booking me as like as like a female wrestler was I had long hair and kind of lanky and I'm going to say it I'm pretty I'm I'm a I was I was a pretty man I was a pretty yeah, man Yeah you were a you were a little toothpick of a guy Uh super <laughs> lanky super lithe yeah um uh, I was very very uh very svelte though very like Spend. yeah yeah very uh yeah. very toned very toned very very strong it's the healthiest I've ever been was was as a wrestler um and uh I was jogging and swimming, so um, right on, I had no problem uh, body slamming three hundred pound folk. In <laughs> so uh, it was yeah, so that that was one of the matches. The the only match anyone I knew showed up to. My grandma came to it. It was one of my one of my first ones I'd been booked, uh, and uh, she showed up. Uh, it was in a bar in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin. Uh, they had the money to either book a band or a wrestling show. They booked a wrestling show. I wrestled two matches. Uh, one is Ginger. One is Damon, uh, Dark Angel Damon Andrews, which is my normal gimmick. And uh, with the Damon Cutter, my finisher. <laughs> what? The Doomslayer. Yeah. Um, so that that was it. So I, I, I got to share a photo of that. Uh, that's up on Twitter. Uh, I'll retweet it or oh, something that. after the show in case y'all, nice. folks missed it. Um, yeah. So that was that was that was fun. Uh, but it, so you're you're pumped for Blood Bowl three because it kind of like can c- condenses all of your outlets and interests. Right, and the the one that's kind of been been hard to like reconcile with all my interests. Like, okay, we, I get the wrestling persona into Age of Sigmar, the video game side. It's I, I don't I wouldn't like Age of Sigmar as a video game. I've had trouble playing TTS Age of Sigmar. Um, I can't do it. But like with Blood Bowl. Three like that that XCOM that hit of like that sweet sweet like hit just of push the button yeah just uh, it's like looking at the percentage it's like thirteen percent oh that like, yeah like fun. that that and sitting in like comfortably in my chair with a headphones on uh, a stack of friends hanging out in Discord chatting with them all like that social video gaming that I really enjoy it's different it's so different yeah yeah it's 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 just a different thing so so I mean I feel like a complete human. Now, like I'm, I'm, I'm getting the, I've got my Age of Sigmar. I've got like my roadmap through collecting Slanesh because I, I, I'm doing it, Frank. I've got my Chaos God, just like you got your Chaos God. Yeah, so. Uh, and we're supposed to hate each other, right? Uh, you know, uh, all I know is to. all I know is my Slanesh are going to be fabulous, and and they're too fabulous for hate. <laughs> like they're just. <laughs> They're, they're, uh, I've, I've needed that. I've needed the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, like, uh, side of Slanesh. Hey, so have you seen JoJo's Bizarre I've Adventure? read it. I've, I, I've never seen this new, this new anime. You know what? If you're looking, you know, I gave you a big list of stuff. Yeah, give that one a little looky-loo. You yeah. Might, you might see, see, uh, you might see an Italian guy look another Italian guy, and then it'll make sense. There's there's a Zoom... Like, Zoomies love JoJo right now, and, like... Zoomies... Everybody loves JoJo. But, like, from, like, the Gen X, you know, sort of stance of JoJo, I remember JoJo... I was familiar with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure before I was familiar with Dragon Ball Z, which is, like, weird because... That's wild. Because JoJo was, like, essentially a, dis- a uh, deconstruction of DBZ. It was, like, a mockery of it. That's why it's 
it's so over the top. Are you saying that JoJo is a deconstruction of DBZ? Yeah. No, or vice no, versa. No, no, vice versa. Not necessarily so. No, they they operate in the same genre, but I don't think they're, they're both shown in. Like, yeah, uh, JoJo originally was just like, "Hey, Fist of the North Star is cool. What if I did that?" But like, you know, there's vampires and like Italian guys punching frogs. <laughs> And that would be cool. <laughs> and then it kind of just went off the rails. Well, and the, and the coolest and the coolest bad guy ever, Dio Brando. Oh, he's like it's so hard to top Dio, man. Dio's so cool. Well, like it's it's just it lives in like '80s hair metal. Is is if '80s hair metal was a martial art form, like you know? Yeah. And then there's like there's like a, a period in which his art style starts to change more into favor of like Vogue fashion. And it's a really weird transition of these like super muscular like oh, fuck you. and then like really slender like more interesting abilities like yeah it's, no it's, it's, it's well I mean it's it's messing with like with macho masculine uh, tropes and yeah, stuff which 100%. is really cool which is really and cool. and then you get to like the boy band part and you're like yo this is pretty cool though yeah yeah no I, I think that's pretty neat um I but I read the manga and. Then I played the video game in like the early '90s for like oh, a little the, bit. Uh, the, the fighter, game? yeah, the fighting game. Oh, that game's jank. It was not. That game's good. got some shit. It, I, it, it was good, but it's jank. It was around the first time I discovered emulators. You know. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah, so I emulated yeah, yeah. it. Um, those magical, uh, those halcyon days. I played the, the one of the fighter, uh, one of the original like Fighter Z games, which was really really janky. It was like the SNE. Oh, I think it was the SNES, SN- SNES. Yeah, so, uh, and it had it had Z it had like Z movement. Yeah. So like you go like and it would like shoot you up. It was terrible though. It was so bad. That's awful. <laughs> I spent I think like hundred and eighty dollars on the PlayStation One Dragon Ball Z game called Final Bout. That game is dog shit, <laughs> and it was dog shit when I paid that much money for it because it was the only Dragon Ball Z game I could get my hands on. Yeah. That game is awful. Like like a one, I give it a one. Yeah, so I, I it's that bad. The the point is is like the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure never went away for me, and I'm like, because it's just inside jokes between like me and Heiwo and you know stuff, and like every now and then saying Rai and just you know like stuff like that, right? Oh, so you didn't even say it, right? but you read it, so you don't know. I have no idea. Those, yeah, the, those old uh, Flash cartoons where you drop a steamroller on a guy. Yeah, and then punch it a bunch. Like yeah, yeah. I mean. Go ahead. So that's like uh, that's the part three JoJo, and that's the one that's was the most popular here before, like you know, the anime boom of like two thousand. Yeah, the twelve. Yeah, the the Crunchyroll boom. Yeah, and and um, so like JoJo, just like suddenly I'm like, wait, now everyone's talking about JoJo. I had no idea an anime had come out. No idea. Oh I th- man, I yeah, thought there was one in oh the, the one like, in the nineties is like OVA style too, so the animation's really good. Yeah. Well, the '90s stuff is like was great. I had no idea like a new thing came oh, out. Like that... They started from scratch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just started a new run. Uh, I don't know. It seems recently, but it could have been like 2012. 2012. Yeah, yeah. Had... 2012 was started. I had no idea. No idea. Just suddenly, everyone's talking JoJo again. I'm like, it's great, <laughs> dude. It's the dumbest. You know how like we love like dumb AOS stuff. Yes. It's like yeah. It's just it's just that. Well, and that's it's like that's what Slash needed. When Slanesh yeah. was just all cringe and dated jokes, like about Slap STDs and yeah, and like not cool. But now that we have like fabulous men and women, you have being a little f- Dio slice. That that's just a little. Yeah, you got that Dio in there. I'm like, yes. I mean, it, it's cool. Okay, Noise Marines. 
They just play metal and like kill people. That's cool. I, I love that. <laughs> That's cool. The, du- Do- the dubstep cannons. Yeah. The bow wow 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 like and they just like they drop the bass on you and you die. That's cool. That's the slash I want. They literally drop the bass on you. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the slash I have I wanted, and like it's just it wasn't in fantasy. You only had like Damonettes and you know stuff. Now with sex executioners and like great cod pieces and like two boots and great cod pieces. Whoa, let's not let's not hey. There's one. There's one cod piece in this house. Okay. Okay. It is Catacross's cod piece. <laughs> but like, but, at least I'm consistent in enjoying. <laughs> that's true. You know what? Nah, yeah, can't can't fault you there. I'm consistent. So so like I'm I, I've got a roadmap to for collecting Slanesh. I uh um I I've got a, a there's like a a bracket like a sliding bracket that moves when vampires show up that's just gonna like jump the line whenever that happens. <laughs> it's like, hey! <laughs> so it's like okay, I'll do Slanesh gradually, and like, and then like vampires come, like that's just gonna jump the line. I've got my four teams of Blood Bowl, uh, two of them coming theoretically soon. The the I yeah, got the, and you've got to like even these ones, to, like, you know, putting stuff together is just like I enjoy it. I think it's, it's really part. underestimated as part of the hobby. It's like it's so much fun to just build a thing, like just to build the kit, not even paint it, just like putting the stuff together. It's there's like a, a degree of meditation in there that I think a lot of people overlook. The the meme lord uh, was it Matt Matt Austin on Twitter. Um, he he shares a lot of, a lot of great memes. Uh, uh, you know, a little bit more 40k aligned, but uh, I don't I I forgive him. Uh, <laughs> he uh, he shared something about um, gosh, it was this 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 like wall of text type meme thing where I read it and. And I can't remember it, so I'm just going to paraphrase it. We're essentially said like we just need to like enjoy taking time with things again. Yeah. And it sparked this whole conversation on the internet, and like I kind of had a big moment of introspection for me where I just went like, I'm always building armies to get them to a tournament, and one of the things that like I've struggled with with COVID. You know, I'm very passionate. I the passion hasn't gone anywhere. I just haven't had anywhere to channel it because I'm like I don't I can't finish, finish the army. But like reading that, I just like kind of like exhaled spiritually speaking. Like I had this like yeah. this moment of weight lift off me, and I just went. I've just been like put like why do I have to put together a whole box of of more tech whatever or or like I've been working on my my death riders a model at a time. Uh. I I dropped my hobby streak on Monday, uh, for Molly's birthday. I had to prep for Molly's birthday and stuff like that. But yeah. I, I had seven days as a hobby streak, which is kind of my high score, I think. Um, and it was like actually just taking the time to enjoy putting together one model, and like not have any preconceived notions that I need to get it done for something, and not, but actually remembering that putting together models feels good, and it yeah. it makes me happy. Remembering that, why did I? Why is that the? It's, it seems like the easiest thing, and that lead got buried the hardest for me. I lost, I totally lost sight of it because I always feel like I'm running out of time, and uh, like time is precious, and I, I don't have enough of it, and you know, I just this anxiety around it all. It's a very human thing. It's like you know, you you spend all this time working and and taking care of your basic stuff, and so it's like any hobby time you can you can slice off of that. It's like so precious. You have to make the most of it, which means you have to do a lot of stuff. And you could just, you know, you you could just do one model and still you'll get more out of it, not rushing it. Mm-hmm. Like you'll you'll 
you know, we, not to say like we pay money to, to, to get, relaxation but i think like get the most out of it squeeze every little juice i've I've always said this is like if you're gonna do something as a hobby you need to like do every part of it as like do it get the most you can out of it stop trying to rush through it and i think also aos especially it's like oh man i gotta get this painted for you know the, the the match or i gotta get this done for the tournament it's like there's always that clock like kicking in your ear and right now there is there is no rush you don't have to get it done I went the opposite direction of being like, well, I don't have to get it done. Then uh, how do I motivate? And then I, and so like I just I, I I'm completely missing the point. I was completely, and and then I'm like, wait a minute. If I just put this together because I like it, and then I feel good at that I put the thing together. What? Like my eye oh, eyes widened. I'm just like, what's going on? Watch the physical manifestation of progress happening right before your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. One that you can control, nonetheless. Yeah. It's great. I have this big. I got this big box of metal. I'm so excited to like take my time like drilling holes in it and putting <laughs> it together. I guess it's heavy. If if I had like a you know I, I wanted to have a sort of hidden hidden message of of passion and hobby you know a life moment a teaching moment here and I think this is it is um uh I think the thing that I've learned is to slow down some uh yeah, just a little bit. It's it's hard like i've uh started recording little kind of crappy 10 minute videos 10 to 15 minute videos now to release those and like i learned one editing technique today and i'll all that video will be going up on on uh on youtube talking about those truck videos yeah the truck videos those man in truck man reads in truck yeah man yeah it's it's, dictates in truck yeah man man orates in truck (laughs) or man opines in truck yeah so i've been recording yeah i've been 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 opining in my truck about like stuff and and i just recorded one today about cyberpunk and uh not what you think i would talk about uh i maybe it is i don't know Uh, like (laughs) like like a very philosophical take on what punk is and uh and like I learned an editing technique, and then I'm like, I'm like, okay, and and then I I asked Heywo for some advice, and he gave me some great advice with it, and he's like, you know, and here's how like I would do this, 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 and like I'm like, yeah, I could do that, and old meth would have, and I'm like, but you know what, new meth is gonna do? He's gonna release the video as is because I learned one trick, and I'm proud that I learned one trick, and the next video will be better because I'll apply some of the stuff he taught me now to the next one. Like I don't That's need like- to get it perfect, and. Get the whole army together at once, you know, video you speaking. Don't. I don't need to get the whole thing together at once. I don't need to edit the whole thing. I don't need it to all be perfect at once. I learned the one technique. I'll release the video. A couple people will get a chuckle. They'll see what I did as a joke. And yeah. some some people yeah. won't even watch it, and that's fine. But I did something that was cathartic because I talked about the thing that was bugging me all day. Then I edited it with a technique that I just learned, and now I released the thing. And I'm like... and. I'm trying to see the world in a way that my anxiety, that pressure, that the clock ticking in my ear, as you kind of put it, which is a nice way of saying it, um, where that doesn't interfere with taking time to enjoy stuff by slowing down some and just being happy with a co- this little bits of progress, right? Yeah, man, and that's just all life is, is like, you know, you learn from something, you apply it to the next thing, and then you, you you know, you realize something, and then you try to be more cognizant of it. And it's just like kind of a cycle of like, and then, you know, you fall into a routine, and it gets shaken up, and then, you know, the the whole year 
shuts everything down and you get to recollect and think about what you want out of life and you just find that hey i like the smell of this glue and this paint is cool i guess i really like this paint this one i really like this one this one's great i'm gonna use this paint you're huffing paint uh good to know that no, you're no. you've used this time to to to, <laughs> to discover which paints you like to huff this stuff smells surface, so good to me su- surface primer Vallejo surface primer it's got some kind of like I don't know. It's a little bit sweet. It reminds me of something, and I can't put my finger on it. I love the way that smells. It's non-toxic, so don't worry. <laughs> now, you don't want to be breathing this. Don't don't breathe in the Tamiya Extra Thin. That'll fuck you up. <laughs> Huffing glue tips. Here, like that. Kids, don't try that at home. Don't try that at home. Oh, man. Oh, that ex- uh, Fra- yeah. Uh, Rocco <laughs> says that explains a lot. <laughs> Grip Hi, slacker, Bobby. how's it going, my friend? Showing up there. Yeah. So don't breathe, don't breathe the zip kicker either, folks. It's not. You, <laughs> you, just, this, you just have the spread of like harmful chemicals. <laughs> like, they're really, yeah, they're very close to each other. Uh, and I mean, you know, hey, look, while we're here, folks, don't forget to wear your dust mask. Any sanding, uh, any heavy fumes, you, you get you get this going. Uh, eye safety, very important. I'm I'm probably gonna <laughs> like after Radcast, I'm gonna build a single model to try to start my hobby streak back up. Fuck yeah. Um, so I'm going to build a single model. I think I'm going to crack into that that box of Blood Bowl. I might build one of the star players, the troll or something like that. Um, oh, the troll's funny, dude. Have you seen that troll? I, I, I really s- looked at it. I haven't spent any long time, but I'm looking at the picture, and he's about wanna... to, he's currently about to throw a goblin that is holding I the football. I've never seen the goblin. I've seen that model tons of times. I've never noticed he's actually holding a goblin holding the ball. I've never, like, until I built that model, I did, had no idea that he was holding a goblin. Oh, dude, he's, this... like, got a pitcher stance, too. Oh, the goblin's, like, like, ready to go. The goblin's ready to go. Like, he's got the one hand. Like, he's ready to go. And you've got this ogre, and, and he is the Fist of the North Star. This Imperial Nobility ogre. He's got, like, the one punch fist. Oh yeah, it's the same. It's the same ogre as they uh, they had released with the the human team last time. Um, they just painted him in a different color scheme. But yeah, no, he's great. He's he's huge. Ooh, it's he's a, the bigs. Ooh, it's a lady. Uh, yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple lady players. That's nice. Good, good. Let's get more representation in our games, please. Like, yeah, no, this is cool. I love this. No, he's got like six, like sick braids too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. The best. I like that the go- um, the goblin's wearing a little like beak mask. Like there's there's some really co- good oh, stuff. Oh yeah, going on here. There's, there's one that's like holding like a scorpion too. It's sick. There's there's so much character in those models. I love them. <laughs> I adore them. Chris showing up. What a time to tune in. <laughs> yeah, sniffing glue. How we doing? <laughs> Uh, what meth <coughs> hobby? No way. Hey, I hit a hobby streak of seven. I was super proud of myself. Seven's a good number. So one week, uh, they say it's a month to form a new habit, right? Like, uh, I don't think there's any yeah. necessarily scientific truth to that, but, but, uh, good, good rule of thumb. So if I, I figure it, it came late in the year, but at least it came. Uh, I know my seasonal depression's like looming around the corner, uh, like a boogeyman, uh, you know, checking behind doors for it and shit. Uh, but 
at least I caught the this that like moment where the weight lifted off of me and I caught that deep breath and 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 I had the realignment of my perspective I had like a year ago and would have been around like June or July which kind of ended up leading into making Rantcast initially uh, I caught it now going into winter which is when I need it because if I went in at the low point into seasonal depression and stuff like that was going to be a nightmare so yeah uh i've built more obr than me i don't know that you have i think how I... much obr have you built because <laughs> i did 2500 points in 30 days i've got like 3k of obr built and like another k to go i, I don't know i'm you're... looking at it on my shelf right there mister yeah like i've got 60 60 more tech guard together Five ponies, now ten ponies. I just got my Xantos. Both my Gothas are harvesters. Both my Mortec crawlers. Well, I've got one more Mortec crawler to put together. So I have one Mortec crawler to put together. Like, all I have left on my pile of shame for OBR. Oh, now, see, look at look at He's moving the goalposts now. Oh, I built more than you. Over what time frame? Oh, you mean in the last month? Oh, yeah, 100%. I built, like, three murder ponies, two Gothas are harvesters, and... uh. And uh, and Xantos. <laughs> like, well, that's like a thousand points right there. Yeah, because everything costs <laughs> two hundred. Fucking, <laughs> fucking wild. Because <laughs> built like six models. Is. <laughs> it's like a thousand points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Xantos is two hundred, two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> up. Yeah. No, it's an expensive army. Uh, point wise. Um. Uh, Xanthos is an amazing looking model too, by the way. Oh, he's so sick. The pose is so like. Oh yeah. Oh, I am commanding the battlefield. Oh yeah, it's horse. it's fan fantastic. Uh, it's very very uh, uh guy on Griff Charger. Uh, is it in Can Knight Encanter on Griff Charger? It's a oh, I, uh, Lord I, Arcanum. I actually mirrored the images and put them up next to each other on one of my Twitter posts. Yeah, it's Lord Arcanum. Lord Arcanum, yeah. I have yeah. one of those painted. No, hang on. I got a treat for y'all while we're doing this. Yeah. Ooh. Is it leggings? Oh, it's not leggings. I was hoping he had the leggings on. And we'd get a nice little look there. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, uh, if we well, don't count the there? fact, if we don't count the fact that uh, my beasts of chaos were running as depraved drove for a little bit there. Oh, and there it is, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. The first. The first down the path of dark excess. The first of many. Yeah, here it is. What better, what better way to start with someone who can keep your secrets? Hey, look, when you got to build a foundation for the vacation home, you got you got to start strong, right? So I've got my I've got my cabin up north, which is the beach of chaos. <laughs> we got to get that beach house together, everybody. The 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 Slanesh oh. pleasure palace down on the the Florida beaches. So I'm I'm gonna have two vacation homes. It turns out I can't <laughs> compromise. The Beasts of Chaos. It's a timeshare. I'll, I'll co-op a couple of them uh, to like do sure. some conversions and stuff. But Beasts of Chaos <laughs> run as Beasts of Chaos is what makes them metal because they're like they're super anarchistic. They they like, fuck your god. Like they're you know like they don't they don't actively pray to like the chaos gods. They're just they want to burn it down, and that's what's kind of cool about them. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the dirty condo in Vegas, whatever it is. Beats of Chaos, super metal as is. But once they start to actively, like, worship a Chaos God, it's not quite as cool. Don't get me wrong, but totally gonna own some of those freaking Slangors, baby! Unite the clans! Oh, 
together I at last. Was gonna be a bulgur so hard. I saw that face and I was like, dude, that's a bulgur. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Beast of Chaos. Oh, so damage cool. two. Damage so, two. Look at that. I mean, the question look at is the top of the box. Look at the opulence. Yeah. Keeper of yeah. secrets. Yeah. So there it is. That's that's it. We uh. We are officially in for Mortal Soul Nash with this. We have arrived. Yeah. So, uh, I'm Korgor. Yeah. 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 Pestigor, cool. Uh, Zangor. Are, yeah, I like Enlightened well enough. Honestly, um, they're all right. The disc is cool. They're like, they're not like bad. Their feet. I don't like their feet so much. That's um, the bird thing. But no. So this is. Uh, I'll probably build build the Shalaxi uh, the Shalaxi Speaking version. Of little little bird thing. I've got my little bird. Burb friend, I love him so. So we'll uh we'll get that together. Um, that's the first step preparing for Sigvald's arrival. Paving <laughs> oh, the way, you know, uh, getting it loosened up, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's right. That's right. So uh, so there it is. The the my fall to excess. Don't worry, don't worry. Death is still best. Still rocking my OBR hoodie. Um, but I'm a I'm a proponent of uh, vacation homes. You know. Uh, hey, you look, chaos is a wide and sprawling army. Yeah, yeah. So it's... a lot of ins and a lot of outs. But but this goes into that taking the time thing. I'm not in a hurry to get that done. I'm not like I like I will. There's going to be a day where where building this, just putting this together, this keeper secrets is going to be what I need that day. Just sit down and put it together. You know, break in case of emergency. Pretty much, and giant androgynous space goat. Oh, I love. I mean that's that's the thing is like the otherworldly beauty the like ah uh, like that's way cooler than like just just a bunch of dated like dated sort of transphobic jokes no thank you titfish yeah fish with all right titty fish. get my daughter to to pick my Sonesh color scheme I if I can um there's a a, a Tam the third on on the internets uh, has a really great looking purple like armor scheme uh i'm gonna see if i can't borrow that recipe otherwise uh uh full my little pony paint scheme for for Slanesh. oh hell yeah like all in uh i might steal your metal technique for sigvold himself uh i'll, I'll walk you through it it's a piece so, of cake so i'll take your i'll take your metal technique for sigvold himself because uh, he's he's got to be rocking the gold he's got like he gold. just he might have a he might go, i might go more chestnut with the hair because in my hair tone uh, oh, I like that. Oh, you, you, you put your little bit of yourself. Yeah, in there. so it's like so a little, little bit more chestnut with the hair. Uh, but what also, is more? Oh God, what is more Sigvald than making Sigvald look like you? I know. The whole, there's a bunch That's of mirror the themes fuck. and stuff. That's the sauce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rocco, get out of here, stealing souls. All souls go to Nagash. Thank you. It's dude. true. It's true. All and bones. The blood goes to corn. You don't care. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, all they... other the other juices can go where they may flow. <laughs> uh, uh, no, 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 no. Fun. <laughs> is, is you know what are they what are they called the the five somethings? It's like bile and uh... bile blood. Um, I yeah, know you know. What you're what I know what about. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, TOS, TOS. <laughs> yeah, TOS takedown notification incoming. Um, all right. Then I'm technically. I like where you're thinking. I like where your head's at, Kernigat. Oh, Kanehurst. Oh, that would be a sweet. Oh, dude, that's my paint scheme. 
for my Slanesh. Bloodborne Canhurst. Oh, Sajil. When when you get the letter to go to Castle Canehurst, I just about did a backflip. Oh my! It the. Oh, that's so. Yeah, yeah, I gotta fan myself. That's uh, that's fucking tasty. Canehurst. I wrote it down. I double underlined it. <laughs> Circle it. Highlight it. Canehurst paint scheme. Thirty six point font. Boom. I am here. I am here for. <laughs> so, Sajil gets a cookie. Yeah. So, Jill, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you RDP. <laughs> like, wow. You get relentless discipline points. Um. So, yeah. Uh. So, so back on uh, Blood Bowl. Like I said, wrapping up a little little tiny life message in there. Uh, slowing down and enjoying the hobby. And Blood Bowl is one of those perfect, perfect games for that. It's 16 models. You can work on a little tiny ref on the side. You could put your cheerleaders together. It, Just and and. No pressure, just have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Like, like I was saying earlier, it's like a Blood Bowl team is so nothing. You're not committed to anything. You're committed to 16. So, like, who cares if they look a little bit different? There's only 16. And even then, like, you're probably only going to be playing with, like, 13 of them at most. Mm-hmm. Unless you have, like, a ton of reservers. Or if my seasons of Blood Bowl have been anything, it's 11. I'm just right at the 11 the whole just, time. Yeah, journeyman. <laughs> I mean, shit, if you have an extra model, paint one up as a journeyman. That way it's like, oh, that's the journeyman. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the loner. Is is loner still on the journeyman? Is that still all that's... Yeah, yeah. and uh, something that something else is interesting and worth noting. Um, So, like, sometimes, you know, you'd see, like, loner was always on a 4+. Now there are certain characters that have loner 3+, or loner 5+. Okay. They've changed, they've kind of made it a little more... Yeah, delineate, so, like, delineated it a little bit. If you if you take a troll on an orc team, it's it's a four up. But if you take a, a troll on a goblin team, it's a trained troll, so it's a three up. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Like Same thing. Um, like mighty blow and dirty player. There are some stars that have mighty blow two. So it adds two to the roll instead of one. Fuck yeah. Sick. Scaren Rogers. Yeah. Uh, it's a house roll. Scaren Rogers has mighty blow two. It's a house okay. roll. He's sure. that good. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. Take your time. A Blood Bowl team's no big investment. It's it's fairly cheap. It's like um, I always like to paint the uh, the Underworlds warbands when I need like a refresher because it's like it's like thirty bucks. It's three or four, five, six models, and like you can just have fun with it. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to adhere to these like all my corn stuff. Like I love it, but it all looks like it's my corn stuff. And sometimes you just want to paint something different. Yeah. Or like even just to build something different. Yeah. Coming from 40k especially, it's like it's so nice to have organic shapes instead of like all this like box out edge highlight like metal plates and stuff. Acorn has mighty blow eight. No. <laughs> I wish. Acorn's sick, dude. Let's Ac- talk about Acorn. Yeah, let's talk about yeah, here. we'll talk about Acorn real quick. So Acorn is of course one of the star players. Newly introduced in a white dwarf. He is eighty K to induce. And I will read the exact stats. Movement 7, fast as fuck. Strength 1. <laughs> Agility 2 plus. Armor value 6. But he's got claws. He's got dodge. He's got frenzy. He's got jump up. He's got dauntless. <laughs> Sidestep. Stunty titchy. 
<laughs> and he can re-roll the Dauntless roll. He's a beast. <laughs> Acorn is, of course, a little squirrel. He's a little, little, little baby squirrel. So I, I got the tree, tree man. Uh, Mini Stomp just threw it in with the stuff I ordered. Um, yeah. And uh, is, there's a is that squirrel on there? So is that supposed to be Acorn? That's you are you are highly encouraged to use that squirrel as Acorn. Some third party companies have also made their own Acorns. I've seen some. <laughs> 3D printed ones and a, a Grievo, the team that I bought my uh, Chaos Pack from, they just made like a rabid, like Wolverine, not a Wolverine, <clears throat> but just like foaming at the mouth, like angry squirrel. Looks great. It's it's interesting because it's it's a tiny squirrel. So is the basing material the treant then, and you're playing Acorn like the squirrel, and like it, you're basing it like on? A, <laughs> I mean, you can run it either way. Amazing. I, me personally, I would take the biggest base that I, I could find and put the tiniest the little baby squirrel <laughs> on it and just cover it with like blood and stuff. Viscera. It's, it's, well, it's like it's the rabbit. Cool. Who cares? It's like the rabbit from Monty Python. Yeah, ex- exactly that. <laughs> and his name is Acorn. Like, come on. That's. Oh, yeah. Like, like a worshiper of corn. <laughs> a lareal base. Yeah, the pie place. Yes. <laughs> It won't even fit on no, the grid. The... <laughs> yeah, it'll take up the whole board. That's hilarious. <laughs> acorn Tiny goes place. where Acorn pleases. And he plays for any team. So if you have 80k to induce, like, go for it. He's got claws! He's got frenzy! <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this in a narrative game now, yes. Amazing. <laughs> I'll Amazing. write a... We'll do a... We'll do a Anvil of Apotheosis for Acorn. <laughs> <laughs> It's a mighty. It's like a mighty Lord of Corn or something. Yeah, like. yeah. It's a, <laughs> a smash fucker on Juggernaut. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh, nice. All right, man. Any any last things you want to mention about Blood Bowl video games? We we touched on video games a little bit. Yeah. A- Animu. Anything you want to talk about? I think um, it's important to take the time, not to just to do your hobby, but enjoy the time you spend doing it. And with all things in life, you find. You find little things to make even things that are unbearable a little more um, manageable. Like doing the dishes. Find something to like about doing the dishes and then you'll never you'll never dread doing it. Take that time. Music. Blood of Zeus. Music. Yeah. Music. Yeah. Yeah. Turn Listen, on Rantcast on all your favorite podcasts. Yeah, on all your <laughs> Yeah, all your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, listen to Rantcast on that where you do the dishes and it'll be much more enjoyable. Um yeah, and while you're at it, remember to like and subscribe. <laughs> Click that bell icon to get pictures of Mephisto wearing leggings, posing seductively over a chair. Uh, it was a mirror and a staircase, uh, thank you. Excuse me, I, I, was, I was a little distracted, if I'm honest. We need to, we need to get that, uh, that Men of AOS calendar going. Is it, is, it, is, it, is it better or worse if I was sober when I did it? Nah, I mean, I different flavors. Sure. Enjoy the little things, um, my friends. No, one hundred percent. Like I, I call them quiet moments. You get like a cup of coffee. Uh, I have like a, I, I have to get a cup of coffee at work when work's slamming me. I gotta go get my my favorite gas station <laughs> cup of coffee. I know that one's been a little mitigated lately on account of what's going on. So I come home and fill up my thermos, and then I go park on uh, Lake Michigan. Uh, there's a, there's a, it's called Brofton Drive. It goes right past Lake Michigan. I park right there, um, and I sit there. And I just drink my coffee and I do nothing else. And just, just for that 
it's Another there's a piece. there's an onion article that I absolutely adore, and it's something like uh, uh, burrito to solve area man's uh, issues for six precious minutes or something like that. <laughs> and the and if you read the article, it's just about how like you know local you know local guy lives lives place is named whatever uh, goes to the Qdoba and just gets a burrito and gets the guacamole today because that's how bad he feels bad enough that he can spring for the guacamole, and then he just sits oh there God. and for six precious minutes like he ignores a call from his mom and like just for six precious minutes he's gonna eat this burrito. And the world will melt away while he enjoys the like succulent toppings, like That's beautiful. Like and just for six precious minutes of eating this burrito, and you gotta find. I call it mental health burrito. You gotta find yourself a mental health burrito. It it, it doesn't need to be a burrito. It, anything just for six minutes, any day, doing any. Just find six quiet minutes for yourself, anywhere. Six minutes is pretty easy. Doesn't have to be. Something daunting. It can be like me with sitting with a cup of coffee, uh, just parked there, enjoying the enjoying the lakefront. Um, you know, if you got a porch, man, I just a cup of coffee on my front porch works about the same. Just sit there. Like if it if you got to change your surroundings a little bit for this for those six precious minutes to mean something, you know, find a, a nice place to change your surroundings to. Uh, if it is just driving and blasting your favorite song as loud as possible. And screaming at the top of your lungs while you sing it, while all the people look inside your windows thinking you're a weirdo. Like, whatever it is, if it is doing the dishes and listening to Rant Cast, whatever it is, yeah, find six moments of peace. Get those, those, get those quiet moments in there that get you a mental health burrito. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah. Is, is that why I like the throw throw burrito game? That is indeed. Why I like the throw throw burrito game? Yeah, no, I I mean if it's if it's a if it's a park like there's some awesome woods. Um, if it's feeding raccoons or watching videos of, dogs. of 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 a Canadian feeding uh, feeding raccoons some hot dogs. If it's just watching a guy throw a bunch of spoiled meat onto a military train, saying "nice, <laughs> nice, nice, <laughs> all right, nice," Let's get this out on YouTube. Oh, look at these crackers! Nice, not nice. <laughs> not nice. Oh, they smell awful. Eats one. Oh, I should have done that. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. So, so love that guy. Man. So, <laughs> so, so good. Oh, it's uh, Frank, man. Uh, thank you so much for being on uh, with me tonight, rocking this episode. Yeah, um, I hope we talked. Spreading the good word. Yeah, we. I hope we talked about Blood Bowl in an enjoyable manner with enough peripheral conversation for people who aren't even like who aren't necessarily into Blood Bowl. They just wanted to have some yeah. noise to do the dish. Yeah, yeah. Just to the addition's good. Yeah. Like people are doom saying, "Oh, it's gonna be awful." I've played two games and it's like the exact same. I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, and like you'll have a lot of fun. Like we said earlier, um, you know, uh, you can hook up with us on Discord, um, uh, whatever it is. At me on Twitter, I can get you. I can get you in our Discord. Um, Encantabot spams the Discord link every now and then. Um, join us. We can set up some friendlies yes! with Blood Bowl. Chris, yes, the video of a man gobbling at a field of turkeys and they gobble back. <laughs> it's it's hilarious every single time. Yeah. So, oh, and Cantabot's asleep right now. All right. Uh, so you can join. You can join us in Discord or something like that. Um, 
uh, Frank, you've been, you've been playing. Uh, I, I'm going to take you up. I'm going to play a TTS game with you here, I think, in this, yeah, this next well, week. I'll walk you through it. Piece right of cake. On. Right on. Uh, I want to be able to get this together uh, so that my son and I can play. Yeah. Yo, man, enjoy opening that box. I know we made fun of unboxing earlier, but like <laughs> that box is it's just nice to pull everything out and go, ooh, the smell of a fresh book. Oh, ooh, Games Workshop Battle Tomes. And codexes have the same smell they had in 1995. I swear, I know. it hasn't changed. I, I the first thing I noticed when I got, uh, I think it was uh, my LON battle tome, is like I cracked it and I'm just like that smell. It's like comic books still. Like comic books always have that certain smell, like that that yeah, like kind of smell. That smell. <laughs> that could be your six minutes huffing, <laughs> huffing glue. <laughs> and it's gotta be the black one. <laughs> The white one doesn't smell the same. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll stream the TTS game when we do it, if, if, if Frank's Folks willing. Said, listening at Ranches, please do not. I, lo- I love that he cut out for that. You don't know that he was telling you not to huff glue. <laughs> <laughs> you cut my audio in post. Huff glue. He's telling you not to huff glue. Don't huff glue. Don't, don't, don't huff. at me with the TOS. <laughs> uh, chat gang. Uh, man, thank you so much for being with us tonight, Frank. Once more, thank you for being on. This was a blast. Of course, it's just, just a y- good. Y'all be good. I love, I love checking. I love y'all. You're great. <laughs> Let's hang out. Hang out on Discord. Our Discord is growing. It's it, growing. It is, and we've got a really, we've got, we haven't had the only Discord drama so far has just been me when I get like when I get angry and I just start like slurring or something like that about yeah, and people thinking pineapple belongs in pieces. Look at this. this. <laughs> Like the one time Rocco was trying to trigger me, um, <laughs> we, um, we don't, we don't, yeah. So we we try to keep it chill. I I I know that there's a I like ironic way of saying safe space, but I really am trying to make a safe space for people to like to have their opinions on stuff and not be judged and and just like Shit. I know Vanilla Sauce was like just had to blow steam about like. Uh, like an army one day, like an army he was mad about. I'm like, dude, get it out. You know, we're not judging you. We know. And trying to keep that organic, slow growing community that support and respect each other. Yeah, so that's something I really love. It's like nobody just waltzes in and then is like an asshole. Everybody's cool. Yeah. The, I won't tolerate that. Uh, this isn't a free speech thing. This is a community thing. <laughs> like, yeah. just, like, you're not... I won't either, but everybody's been cool. So, <laughs> so we haven't had to break the hammer down at all. Um, I got a little bit of paranoid about it, like, a, uh, about a couple weeks ago when I saw, like, all these channels I liked talking about the drama they've had in their Discord, and then there's just this, like, yeah, I had to, like, take down my Discord, and yeah, I'm like, wow, okay. I didn't know that was a reality for, like, people's Discord. we're over here, like, posting pictures of like it's all this stupid shit. Yeah, raccoons getting fed uh freaking hot dogs. Uh, I'm I'm linking <laughs> like, that right now. I'm rolling my slide. <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna pull that up. I'll put it I'll put it in the Discord so everybody can see. Yeah, appreciate you, Grips. Like it turns out when you don't like try to like court the lowest common denominator of human being, you have like a pretty chill, awesome vibe of humans, so um Heavy D6 dropping a thousand RDP to remind everyone that chat gang <laughs> ain't nothing to mess with. Kernigget reminding everyone that oxygen deprivation only takes seven minutes. So six minutes, you're good. <laughs> seven minutes in heaven, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. All the love, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Chat gang, you know it. You're the show within the show. You're the reason we do this thing. And Frank, what are they going to do? Drink the milk. Pay the taxes. That's right. Good night, everybody.
Good night, folks.